On this episode of Star Wars Time Show, Matt and Nick will dive into all of the Hasbro PulseCon Star Wars reveals to talk about which ones should excite you, as well as which ones should make you go, hmm. They'll also riff on the HasLab Razorcrest project, which reached funding in record time before talking about a few new Mando figs from SH Figure Arts. If you're looking for more collectible news, then you're in luck because they'll also talk about the arrival of Galaxy's Edge merchandise to online retailers. Don't worry, they'll do some non-collectibles talk too thanks to live-action Ezra hubbub that went down on social media last week. Finally, in the fan segment, the BattleBot tournament champ will be revealed and this week's artist will be praised in the top 5 featured artist spotlight of the week. Cue the music. everybody we're a day late and we're always a couple dollars short but it's matt and nick guess what the star wars time show is back it's not canceled it hasn't been deleted from youtube not yet i can't see the fucking comments for some reason in the live stream because youtube literally just changes shit whenever they <laughs> feel like it and they don't tell anybody that uses their shit uh so this is going to be kind of an interesting way to go about the live stream especially with the interactions i'll try uh, to i'll try to keep up i have the chat open i usually don't have the chat open matt's usually the one who's commenting i have it open i can see what people are saying tones is here liam's here so you know we, we have some of the normals in the chat right now but i will say that the that the chat live chat interaction may be a little bit lessened to what it usually is week over week so it's just it's weird it's like where did it go like where is my where did the chat section go i'm sure the people in the uh uh listening to the audio only version are like great now They're now like, we know why we don't go to the live yeah. stream but it's like we don't have to hear these fuckers talk to people who we don't know all the time <laughs> we could just hear about the shit that happened <laughs> yeah it just it sucks because i i like having the live chat there it is enable live chat that's all there so okay, okay. so where is tone it? says he can't hear me i don't know why so oh my god this is already a disaster matt can hear me <laughs> and the the live chat can't hear me so oh, i don't know okay go ahead nick that that was the that was the board operator's fault sorry nick. okay tones <laughs> we okay yes Tones called it out. We caught it. And then it seems like the switchboard operator has now fixed the issue. You guys are a few seconds behind. So you yeah. should be able to hear me now. <laughs> it's just, it's really bumming me out that I can't see the chat. It's weird. And there's nowhere to I think that add it. Like if you want to open your, if you open up the, the live stream in like a Matt Haywood Gmail yeah. or you, you'll probably see it there. So Oh, boy. All right. Well, uh, I guess we'll have to figure this out. Nick's back the confirmed. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was an easy fix. <laughs> In terms of the chat, they literally like I, I always look at the, the back end of the YouTube studio streaming interface and it's always right there on my right. I can yep. see everything. I can see the stream settings, the analytics, the stream health. It's just, it's just, it's just fucking gone. Like the, like the, 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 the chat window is gonzo. Welcome to 
the world of YouTube and, and they did they, they YouTube sent an email today like oh hey yeah the new YouTube live streaming portal's ready to go go check it out I, I went I did my due diligence I went and checked it out it's the same fucking setup we've been using but now when I go live literally the motherfucking chat window is just gone if, like, if, if we if we maintain this level of fuckery we may have to make a twitch channel and do a stream <laughs> what on the hell it just bothers me because i really like this is my favorite part of live chat is is interacting with the 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 two fans that like our show that really like our show and, and kind of you know catering what we talk about to those that uh, <laughs> want to hear specific replies uh, but I'm telling you, like, uh, I, I've looked at the settings. There's really nothing else I can do at this point. Uh, so I'm going to have to try to move past this. Uh, that's a rough thing for me to do, though, because I, <laughs> I, like, have severe OCD with technical issues to where my life doesn't compute until the technology is back in order. I don't know if that makes sense to anybody. No, uh, I get it. I get it, because I, I obsessively do the same thing. Like, if we're... Like, for example, I was watching the Saints game over the weekend and I'm watching it on a digital antenna because I don't have cable. But the antennas give you all your local channels. They let you watch football and shit like that. But in the middle of watching the game, my antenna just loses the station. It, it loses NBC, Sunday Night Football, and I can't get it back. So I spent the next 40 minutes scanning for channels, unplug it, plug it back in doing all this shit and I could never get it. And it really, it, it just mentally fucked me up for the rest of the night. <laughs> like, yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's fucking weird. Dude, that's, uh, that's the life of a techie. Like yes. When, it, 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 you're, we're plagued by it. Uh -huh. I, I mean, I, I can give an example. You know, we took a little working trip out to the coast, the family and I this past weekend. That's why we're doing the show a day late. And I always bring one of my streamers, you know, it's like, fuck, fuck the hotel cable, whatever. I just, I want all my apps. I want my Netflix, whatever. It's easy. You know, these devices are tiny now. They're very portable. Uh, but if you're a Roku user, you, you may have run into this issue before. But if you bring your Roku device with you to a, a, another Wi-Fi network and you forget the fucking Roku remote. Oh, no. It, it, it can become a disaster because you can use a digital remote. The, the Roku app has a digital remote. But the only way that digital remote will work is if your device and the Roku are on the same Wi-Fi. So when you go to a hotel and you don't have the physical Roku remote, there's no way to get the fucking Roku on the hotel Wi-Fi because you have no <laughs> way to control it. So you have to get two devices... To, I use iOS devices. Yeah. One has to become a hotspot. Using the old Wi-Fi uh, SSID and password for the Wi-Fi that the Roku used to be on. Then you connect your other iOS device to the hotspot. So basically the Roku connects, your other device connects. Now you can use the virtual remote and get the Roku onto the hotel's Wi-Fi. Jesus, man. But <laughs> as we're talking about, like going through that process, like knowing that I, first off, my dumbass forgot the fucking remote. So I caused myself a tech issue and, and that really bothered me to start. But then just not getting it to work right away because you know i forgot to set the wi-fi password to the same password i use at home this that and the other thing so i you know it was just, it was just slowly sending me down a a a hate-filled rabbit hole yeah 
to where yeah, I, I, I almost ruined the night. Like I almost just ruined the night for everybody. Eventually I figured it out, got it all connected, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was going to say, man, you got to, for me, I have a Samsung phone and if, if I'm lucky and in the hotel rooms have Samsung TVs, it's, it's nothing. I just share my, my phone screen and then bingo, I got everything I need, but iOS people, you may need to start bringing an Apple TV with you. And then that way you can just mirror the screen of your phone, make it a little easier. Well, yeah, I, and I, I usually do bring my my second Apple TV, but because yeah. I don't want to keep unplugging the motherfucking thing, I have yeah. a random, perfectly fine Roku laying around. So I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll I'll take this thing. Full well, I mean, Nick, I've done this before <laughs> at the beach. Forgot the remote, had to go, you know, do some googling and troubleshooting to figure out the uh, the the three device circle jerk to get it connected. So that that's why I was just I was just angry at myself for being yeah. a forgetful idiot. But then just dealing with the tech and not working right away, and I that that kind of took my attention off of the fact that I can't see the live stream chat right now. Uh, but I just <laughs> reminded myself that I can't see the live stream chat, and it, it's fucking pissing me off. It's again. uh we got we got Klondike in here. We got Brando, Nico, Tones, Liam, all the all the regulars are filtering oh, in. Now, I just so. I, I feel like. I, I don't even feel like I'm at the fucking party right now. You know, that, that's what it feels like. I, I feel like I'm in the motherfucking dark. I can't see a goddamn thing. I don't want nine devices going on my network just to see a fucking chat. Yeah. Nico Fuck wants you, to know if, if you were using a Hot Toys Wi-Fi connector because apparently. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, speaking of Nico, he bought a hat. There you go. Nico is the latest to fly latest off hat. The shelf now. He, yep. He was the latest hat buyer. And uh, I'm not going to say his address, but I used to live very close to Nico. Whoa. Uh, yeah, Whoa. up there up there in, in the uh, oven mitt state of, of the U.S. So, there we go. There uh, we I go. Spent, so somebody wants to, to hunt down Nico, just ask Matt. Spent, spent a few years in that part of the country working in corporate America on Middle Belt Road, my friend. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure Nico's familiar with that location, but there's we a dairy... The- the Dairy there, middle belt. Now. No, the interns in here. Hey, everyone, and- I can't can't fucking see anything because YouTube <laughs> chats busted. And Big Amish sixty nine. He's oh in here God. as well. There we I go. Just, I I feel like I can't even can't even <laughs> service this chat anymore. <laughs> I'm doing the best I can. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna turn off the chat, then turn it back on, see if that does anything. Oh shit! He's gonna kick all of you out the chat, and then see if he restarts it if it works. <laughs> nope, it didn't. Uh, uh, Nico st- says you were a mile away from him. So yeah, I just literally—I don't know. This is this is going to drive me nuts. The whole chat. So I guess I should just move on and get into our toys. Yeah, uh, Dude, Nick, we got a lot of toys. Uh, yeah, t- so many. Uh, I mean, I and we've heard from some of the loyal SWTSs out there about their struggles with this PulseCon stuff. Uh, if you were in our Discord, you you got a dose of of my. Uh, live organic toy collecting anger last Friday night. So uh, we'll, we'll get into all that stuff. I got to somehow figure out how to see uh, the chat. Cause this, this just ain't going to fly. Tone said to put it up on your phone. Oh, that's, that's so whack. <laughs> uh, it's I'm gotta gonna... be perfect guys. You gotta realize it's gotta yeah, be perfect. Th- th- this, it's gotta be the way it should fucking work. Like <laughs> it should just fucking work YouTube. Like there's no reason to fucking change shit. And not tell anyone where the fucking settings go. <laughs> Bunch of assholes. That's Google for oh, you. Oh well, man. I guess if I come in, I'll come in under Entertainment Buddha. We'll get a we'll get a cheap uh, yeah, extra you get a free, view. Free view. <laughs> what? 
PulseCon was garbage, says Klondike. Yeah, there it is. Okay, there, there's something here. I think I can, I think I can pop out chat. Yep. There so you now go. I, now I can just have a window. Hey, buddy. Hey, everyone. Sorry, we're just doing some live, live stream troubleshooting. If you are listening to the cast on the uh, podcast-only version, so uh, bear with us. I'm almost there. I just got to get it tacked up. So I can see it with all the other bullshit I have to see while this stupid <laughs> live stream's going. This is okay. the first time in a while, though, where we've had live troubleshooting. I mean, that used to be the, the feature of the beginning of the show, if you guys yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys were getting <laughs> fucking spoiled here. I mean, yeah. look at this cast. We, uh, we started, I left Nick muted <laughs> for the first <laughs> two minutes. Can't do a goddamn thing with the. Uh, if, if this is how I'm going to have to look at the chat moving forward, I'm going to die. Uh, <laughs> because it, it it's going to be. It won't even be in real. It's going to be on their time, not like our real time. So. Oh gonna, yeah, it's you're gonna we're gonna be a little bit behind. So. All right, my friends, I, I'm going to try to get over this. Just just bear with me. You all know I'm fucking nuts. Uh, I mean, anyone that's been in here f on a weekly basis since we started live streaming, you all know I am not normal. My head is not screwed on straight. Okay. Here we go. All right, Nick. So let, let's just get to the, the PulseCon stuff. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, this was kind of ha Hasbro's self-con, if you, if you will. I don't know why they didn't wait for uh, NYCC or anything like that. But I, I guess these days, because everything is virtual, it, it really just doesn't matter. Uh, so you might as well just do your own thing, right? And, and yeah. they did and Hasbro dropped a, a ton of reveals on us. Some of them hot ass garbage, <laughs> others quite interesting, some frustrating. So we're just going to get into all of it. Uh, we'll, we'll share our stories of this nightmare event. Uh, like I said, I, I had one last Friday. We'll get into that as we're talking about some of the toys, but uh, a lot of stuff going on here, Nick. I guess first and foremost, as someone that could give two fucks yeah. about PulseCon, meaning you and probably the intern, <laughs> did anything in these reveals move you? And I, I'm going to just give you a hint. Don't say the Christmas theme figures. Okay, so I was not going to say the Christmas theme figures. Uh, okay, good, so there good. were three <laughs> things that really stood out to me uh, out of all of the PulseCon reveals. The first one... Obviously, is the is the Haslab Brazer Crest. I think that was something we talked about a little bit even before the PulseCon reveal, and to see that it actually has come to fruition that they're going to be making this this you know big version of the Razor Crest for all of the the collectors out there to to have their fun with. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, let's and say. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. I, I, I'm surprised <laughs> you had three. I, I thought oh, it was yeah. just I thought it was just going to be the Haslab. So go ahead. So the the second one, and actually the one that that really intrigued me the most was the Dark Vision Ray, like the Dark Side Ray Black series. Ah, oh, so that I an think, actual figure. I think looks yeah. cool. I think that she she like her face. I mean, I don't know if this is a rendering. This is a digital render. Yeah, so this, this is um, this is definitely one of one of the ones where we didn't actually get to see a a figure. A, I, I don't know if any figure. of these were actual figures. Yeah. So uh, th all this one them, in particular is definitely. Yeah, you Straight can computer gen. Yeah, you can see on the bottom of the image on StarWarsTime.net, I have all of the figures that were announced posted up there for you to look at. And on the on the uh, Dark Side Ray ones, it says digitally rendered image final product may vary. 
And the other one that says that too is the is the boba. And that yeah. was the other one that I like. It's it's a boba and you got like a <laughs> A gun that can get cut in half. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll, we'll go through them. I just wanted to see if anything here where you like, hey, I'm going to I might actually try to pre-order one of these with all these other dumbasses clogging up the Internet. <laughs> I mean, obviously, the the Ahsoka Saber is top yeah, notch that, that for is, me. That is kind of your thing. Right? That's that's my thing. But I don't know. I mean, like I've had bad experiences with Saber pre-orders now. So <laughs> do I want to go at it again? Right. Or do I want to just fucking leave it? That's my question. But I mean, the sabers are always going to be the thing that really catch my attention. All right. So let's just kind of get into the, the overarching breakdown of PulseCon and, and kind of what was interesting, what I think pissed people off, so on and so forth. So uh, let's just start with the Black Series stuff. This is mostly what I shoot and what a lot of you shoot if you are a toy photographer um, great stuff, like Nick said. I mean, the, the Boba Fett. This is like the the fifty, I don't know, fifty first Black Series Boba Fett. Uh, so you got a little bit of that, but Nick, as you said, this one seems to be the most complete in, in terms mm-hmm. of what you're going to get. I mean, this would be the Return of the Jedi Boba Fett. Yes. Uh, we, we've had a, an ESB Fett and an ROTJ Fett in other lines. I don't know if Black Series uh, has ever done this, but what you're getting here, we're going to be able to reenact. Uh, if you're like me and you still play with toys or, or set up uh, toy picks, or if you're a little kid and you actually should be playing with these things, you can now reenact the Bozo Fett death, right? <laughs> yes. You can do it. I mean, everything from the, the moment he lands on the, the, the skiff right there, Luke, you know, he, he, he cuts his gun in half, then he shoots his uh, uh, winch at Luke. Luke easily disperses of that. And then before you know it, blind Han turns around and haphazardly hits dude's rocket pack and he's dead. Uh, so you, you could definitely do all those scenes now with this FET. But like you said, this, this is all computer gen. So who the fuck knows what he is actually going to look like. But based on what we're seeing and what the computers are spitting out, it looks to be... One of the best Black Series Fets uh, I've seen. Yeah, it looks really good. Uh, I can't tell. I mean, I assume that there's going to be soft goods on this character because given the way that he looks in the render, it looks like at least the the cape or the, you know, the cape in the back is going to be soft goods. It also looks like the pants could be as well. So yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I, I wish this wasn't all computer gen because as you said, I mean, if they... Hasbro doesn't like to do soft goods at all. Yeah. Uh, and when they do soft goods, they're, they're bullshit. I mean, it, it's <laughs> like toilet paper quality. The, the, the Jedi robes are ridiculous. The most recent one was uh, Plo Koon, and it looks like a, a Ku Klux Klan hood. Oh, God. <laughs> Just because the way they stitch it. I mean, it literally stands straight up like a pointy wizard hat, like he's fucking Gandalf. <laughs> um, so you just don't know. I mean... It, it even looks like his his sleeving, like you said. I mean, uh, that would be crazy if they made that uh, soft goods. There's, there's no way it's going to happen. But I think this is the first time where they actually really distinguish that he has a sleeve before he gets into his uh, gauntlet and weapons yeah. and this, that, and the other thing. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, he, he looked good. Uh, he was definitely on my must-pre-order list, just like Ray was on my must-pre-order. I'm not going to lie, dude. I love the Jar Jar. 
Okay, the Jar Jar. I mean, uh, we knowing what you you know like about uh, TPM, knowing that's your that's your favorite. It's not surprising, you know. And it, he looks pretty good. He's got the little bombad thrower. He's got his javelin. <laughs> he's got a bunch yeah, of super bombad you know? racing. Yeah, no, I just, I just, it's a damn good looking Gungan. It and is. in the end, let, let's be real, Jar Jar is not the problem with the prequels. I mean. Uh, there are problems with the character, this, that, and the other thing, but uh, for what he is and how I saw my, my young kid react to him, uh, I'm all about Jar Jar. So I, I, I do like this figure. He was on the pre-order list. I like the shield, man. The shield looks sick. He's sweet. I mean, I mean, yeah. he, these are like, I guess the call them these deluxe figures so they can charge us more, but you do get uh, a few more accessories and that's really all you need for the jar. I mean, I guess you could, uh, uh, we could we could uh, get an AOTC version where he's got his senator robes. Oh yeah, um, but I th- I think we'll take him as uh, in this format. Uh, the incinerator trooper clearly a a good buy. Uh, this this one was hard for people to pick up, um, but I mean look looks great. I- I've also seen people customize this figure and they look fucking fantastic too. So. Uh, these days, you may be better off just buying standard troopers and kit bashing, if you get my uh, drift there, Nick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Phase one clone pissed some people off because I guess the helmet's not right. It's like, who fucking cares? <laughs> still, still pre-ordered them. Uh, the armorer was a big one, so th- this one was an exclusive, and this is this is one that looks like they were gonna actually have for a convention exclusive. Uh, she comes in this this special Specialty box, which box. always means that this was supposed to be something you get at a convention or you triple, quadruple pay for on eBay because someone got at a convention that you couldn't go to. Yeah, she's got like a little uh, shawl on the back too. Like a, it's not really soft goods because it almost looks like hair. It's like almost like a fur lining to the back of her cloak. Right, but the fact that it is soft is impressive. Yeah for for hasbro and this one too is gonna run you a bit i like the you know the helmets on there you got her forge and shit uh so she's pretty cool now the problem with all these black series reveals my friends was getting them and in particular getting them through hasbro pulse like the fucking site to put on the stream uh you know the site that makes the figures stuff like that okay uh, one would think if you are the manufacturer of an action figure uh, that you wouldn't sell out of, of pre-orders of just common releases, right? You would imagine so. I mean, the only one in here that was an exclusive to Hasbro Pulse was the armor. Everything else is free for all. You get anywhere. But what happens when this good, loyal capitalist goes to spend over $200 on Friday at 5 o'clock, Nick. What happens? Everything's sold out. Uh, Hasbro fucking Pulse, like literally, again, the site that makes these toys, the site <laughs> that people pay to get special access to the buy shit earlier and get free shipping, you could not fucking buy these. I mean, at 5 o'clock, dude, all in the cart, Check out nothing. Check it, it, it was. I was getting flashbacks of the PS4 and X. Oh. Or, I'm sorry, PS5 and Xbox Series X shit, where it's like, oh yeah, hey, the store's up. Yeah, go ahead, add them to your cart, but we're not gonna let you click check out. 
We're just going to let you pretend that you had the shit in the cart, get your hopes up, make you feel like you finally got in and you got an exclusive and you're not going to have to sit there and worry about it and FOMO out. No, I'm going to literally check out nothing, spin, 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 spin. This is where literally just start going fucking insane, like on the beach, yelling, screaming like I'm two <laughs> years old. I mean, it's it's embarrassing at this point. Like, I know people think it's, I'm sure people get a kick out of it, but it, it truly is embarrassing. Like, uh, the wife is just looking at me wanting to throw up. The little kid's looking at me like, I, I hate you. <laughs> Daddy, like, you're, please. <laughs> you're a scumbag. Like, why do you, why do you talk like this in front of me? Uh, and in the end, it, it was all for not. Because I, I could have went to any other fucking toy retailer and easily pre-ordered these figures. Yep. I might pay an extra dollar per figure, but there's no stress. I went right to Entertainment Earth. I mean, I went there because I have affiliate credit. Uh, I've always loved EE. The problem with EE a lot of times is you, you kind of get shit last. Um, Big Bad Toy Store, they're another good one to go to if if the actual manufacturers can't remove their thumbs from their fucking asses and sell you the figures they just told you to come and buy. All right. <laughs> so in the end, I mean, I, I, I hulked out for no fucking reason, shaved more years off my life, uh, increased my chance of having an aneurysm before the age of 50 for not all because Hasbro Pulse is a shitbag website that really gives no value to those who sign up for whatever fucking VIP circle jerk they offer. For all of our Hasbro listeners, if you work there, that is the feedback that we give you as a community. <laughs> Fix your fucking website. It's just, it, 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 I, I don't know, man. It's like, you're the one planning the event. You're the one knowing the time you're going to yeah. release this shit. It's just like, okay. Dude, there's no excuse, honestly, for, even though you're, you're a retailer, you're a toy manufacturer, you're not, you know, your online store is probably secondary to your primary business of making the toys. Still, like Matt said, it's not like this came out of nowhere. It's not like there was a reveal somewhere else or like all of a sudden there was a surge right. of people that you didn't know right. was coming. I mean, you fucking knew it. Like, or you they were all exclusives. Like I could get it if they were all exclusives and you could only get them at Hasbro Pulse. Okay, I, I could understand the, 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 the traffic fuck or the broken carts or whatever. There was one exclusive, yet the exclusive being the armorer, I got from Hasbro Pulse like 45 minutes after the, the, the start time. Yeah. I, I couldn't get any of the standards. It, it's, it's just fucking mind boggling because I would think if I'm making shit and I could sell it through my own store, I could probably make that much more profit versus selling at a discount to toy retailers and having them mark shit up, add their margins in this, that, and the other thing. Yep. I, I don't know, but I, I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I could be fucking wrong, but I would think if Matt made a fucking figure and sold it from Matt.com, Matt <laughs> would get more money than if he sold it at Nick.com. Probably true. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so I, I can see the chat now. I'm getting some feedback on BBTS. I, I, the BBTS, to me, they're the slowest on like Mezco shit and hot toys. 
I've actually gotten waves and cases of, of Hasbro stuff from them before Hasbro ships stuff. So you never know. I, I guess it's hit and miss. BBTS, they, they typically raise the price two or three dollars and Earth is a dollar. So I do try Hasbro first, but it's like, fuck them at this point. Uh, if the shit is not exclusive, they can eat dicks because <laughs> uh, it ain't worth it. it. It just it is not worth it. Uh, and I... I was kind of pleased with how they did the con exclusives for us VIPs. Uh, that's where you could get the, I don't know if anyone saw in our discord, but young Liam literally got showered with every pulse con exclusive, uh, out there. So, you know, good for him. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. Um, but I mean, he, he, he got all the shit that, that you could buy or uh, uh, VIPs could buy early before the public. That was nice. It was nice to get in there and, and get the Endor set. Uh, I got some of the Marvel stuff because, you know, I liked uh, like uh, Wolverine, this, that and the other thing. That was OK. But this this whole PulseCon Friday five o'clock shit show. Uh, go eat some dicks. <laughs> uh, we also got revealed. It looks like uh, our website blows, which. Uh, does not surprise me. Uh, a lot of images are dead here, but I think they actually do work. But uh, we finally got some uh, glamour shots of the archive releases that we were talking about. And really, again, the fans fucked this up completely. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, like, th- this Commander Cody could have been Slave Leia. It could have been this is, Qui-Gon Jinn. <laughs> yeah, it, this is the dumbest fucking archive release. And I, I get why he probably made it, because a lot of people don't want to pay through the nose to get the original Cody. But what are we getting here? Except the exact same fucking figure. Like these, these archive releases to me are chances to take some of those derpy ass looking original black series, you know, blue stripe and orange stripe black box figures and make them not look like they huff paint their entire life. (laughs) I'll tell you right now, some of you, I know you have the old black series, like one of the worst one of the worst looking old Black Series figures is the uh, Revenge of the Sith Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, that guy looks like he did nothing but consume spray paint his entire life in the <laughs> Jedi Temple and then decided to come out and challenge Anakin Skywalker to a duel. I mean, his <laughs> eyes are crossed. He looks like there's no brains in there. I mean, it's ridiculous. But hey, let's, let's get uh, clone, uh, clones reissued <laughs> because... You know, there's only so much you can do with their with their helmets. I'm not quite understanding the Thrawn reissue either. Yeah, and I, I'm going to say like this Thrawn. I mean, his eyes are supposed to be red. I don't know if you just can't. I, he tell. may be. I mean, they may be. But honestly, the the original Thrawn looks just good enough. Like to me, this is it, it's starting to get into now. They're really trying to sucker assholes like me into buying six versions of the same figure. Also, he doesn't. I, I'm going to say this. This may just be me. He doesn't look blue enough. Like the a, he is a little light. Dark. A, yeah. yeah, he is a little light. Like uh, he's not Smurf blue. Here. Yeah. You need a little bit more depth to that blue. Right. This isn't, we're not talking Robin's egg blue. That's not the color of Thrawn. Like Thrawn is, is blue. Like, you know, the, the, I don't know. I, I'm trying to look for other, like almost like the blue that's on Ray's box, except a little bit darker than that too. So he just looks really weird in like this fucking baby blue, light blue color. 
Yeah, so uh, these next two, this I'll I'll give you like okay, I, I could see why these are these are happening, and that's that's Hoth Han and, and Hoth Luke, because these were two figures that were released back in the day when, again, Hasbro was putting out figures that that looked like they ate paint chips. Uh, they they don't look great. I mean, they look like twenty dollar figures. Here you can see the the new face paint tech obviously uh, increases the visuals of, of both figure here. Um, I mean Han in particular, uh, Luke's looks good, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I don't even think you can get these yet. They're just kind of showing these off. I mean Luke Luke's I think looks pretty damn good. Although a lot of these images are barf. Like if you really study like- these images, they're fucking vomit. Uh, so you got that. You got the archive releases, but like like Tones is saying, I, I, Thrawn was a waste. Cody, I'm gonna say a waste because I have him and I'm a dickhead like that. I understand <laughs> some of you want to get him from twenty instead of spending sixty on eBay, uh, but it's like, come on. Next time we get a chance to vote on archive, please only vote on characters that have an actual face displaying. You know, I, I mean, if they're like, hey, Cody, now you can take his fucking helmet off. Okay, great, great. We get the new Tamira face. Great. But just Cody, it's like, whatever. Yeah, man. A little weird. Now to, <laughs> I think, the, 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 the biggest controversy from PulseCon. Hey there, Papa. And that are these things, Nick. These holiday-themed <laughs> figures. Oh, man. And it is... I, I don't even know where to go with this. I don't know if this is Disney... Kind of. So, so is this the first time that they've done a holiday? Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay. This is. I, I think they started doing this fuckery with Funko Pops, but it's like, okay, they're Funko Pops. Like, uh, all right, whatever. This is the first time they're doing it with with actual Black Series figures, and <laughs> I don't even know what they're doing. Like, what we're looking at right now on the live stream is a it, it's a clone trooper. He's holding a knight knight of Ren scythe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's got like a you know a, a, a crappy holiday paint job. He's got like elf stockings on. <laughs> he's got the uh, ugly Christmas sweater with the Death Star and and some Tie Fighters. Got a porg with him. It's just <laughs> it's odd. I mean, this is one. This is one time, Nick, where I looked at this and said, yes, I, I am not going to feel any FOMO for these at all. It's just so uh, weird, man. I think the only reason I would want to get these would just be to add to our already gaudy looking Christmas decorations. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like kind of kind of dress up the room where we put the tree in this, that and the other thing. But I, I don't even think I can I can justify that. Uh, they're just it just seems weird. Like. I think we can we we can comfortably say Star Wars licensing sold itself out many many years ago. Oh yeah, way before uh, Disney came in. Right, exactly. <laughs> but th- this really feels like it's A cash it, it's sucking dick for Coke type of low. You know, yeah. like like hey man, I'll suck your dick for Coke. That that type of shit. It's just like now, hey, what what can we get these idiots to buy? Would you? Would your tune change a little bit if you had something other than troopers here? Because this is all troopers. You have a regular clone trooper. You have a range trooper. You have a snow trooper, like storm trooper, first order trooper. Like you're not really getting anything of substance other than just trooper variants. 
Even so the fucking like porgs a, look stupid. I mean, they even like paint the porgs like penguins. It's, yeah. Uh, so if they, if they were to give you like a, if they had like a holiday Luke, you know, if they had a holiday main character, would that attract you a little no, bit more? No, fuck no. No way. No. Because those would look even worse than okay. these. I, I think the trooper ones you can almost somewhat justify. Uh... The trooper armor, it's like, hey, they all got fucking wasted and spray painted their arbors. I don't know. It's just it's it's an odd it's an odd arena to get into. For, so you're not for even going to get the the green first order trooper just for the babu frick. No way. No way. <laughs> no, I, I'm telling you, man, this this, this is and the, the, they're very few and far between. But there are product releases that literally don't even get my meter moving in in the slightest yeah uh, i'm gonna agree with pop and I, I was gonna say this before i saw his comment here in the chat but i think vader could be the only one to motivate me to to buy something like this yeah vader santa would be nice right so i i don't know i don't get this i you have to wonder whose idea this was was this a hasbro is this a joint effort w with lucasfilm uh, does hasbro just have so much fucking back stock that they're like how can we dip these again and just try Spray to sell it. them <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know it's just it's it's odd yeah man i i saw them and not knowing the the toy collecting arena you, you well probably as most you probably thought some asshole customizer was just painting their figures right well i thought that this was a normal thing like i before last i mean before this year we really didn't dabble too heavily into the toy news because this time last year we were, you know, actually Star Wars time this time last year was, you know, it was still small. Like we hadn't grown to the size that we are now, oh, which is still worry. not big. We're, we're, yeah, we're still tiny. It's yeah, okay. like we're, you know, but we were only getting, you know, two, two, three hundred downloads a month. Now we're getting two, three thousand, which is great. But I just did, like I didn't remember if this was like a yearly release. I didn't remember if this was no, like a normal no, this, thing. This is the first time I've ever seen this nonsense outside of being in more you know cutesy lines like like a Funko. Yeah, uh, I, I do think Funko w was the first company to start doing this bullshit, which shouldn't surprise anybody. As much as I loved Funko, uh, I mean, one of the reasons I left the collecting Funkos because what's his name Brian, whoever runs that place, is like, hey. Let's go. Let's run this fucking license into the ground. They make pops for everything. 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 I mean, fucking serial characters. It doesn't matter. Like, he doesn't say no to anything. Uh, I don't know. I just, I just found it surprising that we've made it into the action figure. I saw uh, one, one article last week. It's not Star Wars related. I almost sent it to you, Matt. It was a guy... With the biggest Funko Pop collection. It's claimed to be the biggest Funko Pop collection in the world. He has over 5,000 individual pops. Okay, yeah, that, that's big. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. But mine, mine, honestly, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's, you know, people just being locked up for too long or we're, we're approaching the holiday season. But the more active we've been getting some of mine up on eBay, the more have just been moving. And that's moving good. For, for good prices. Like... I don't feel like I'm losing out on on any of these. That's good. Yeah. I, mean, I I like I, mean, I sold one for a buck fifty. It's like woo, okay. You want to pay for it? Go for it. I was gonna say that's that's almost you know one six scale hot toys level price there. Yeah, you know, oh, I mean it's it, dude. I mean the way I buy shit, it's like 
any any Funko sales are already accounted for until we hit like what the five thousand dollar mark. Uh, I mean, I'm so fucking knee deep in debt on on all these one six scale fuckers now. It's ridiculous. It's I, I mean, we're gonna get into it, but it's like I feel compelled. I got to drop another three fifty here on this Haslab thing. So I don't know, man. I I think the saber real quick. And I'm I'm with you, but this was going around the Star Wars circles here. I mean, yeah, it's a good looking saber, whatever. Uh, what was going around is is the box art here, and people saying, "Oh, this is our first look at at live action Ahsoka. It definitely looks like Rosario." Blah blah blah. I mean, what, what are you thinking here? And these people fucking smoking crack. I think that they're reaching. They're definitely trying to make a mountain out of a molehill like it's it's a it's an artistic render of ahsoka like this isn't uh, like a like a photo that they took from clone wars or from rebels and then just superimposed it onto the box like an artist went in and drew this and yeah she looks slightly older but she also looks slightly older in rebels when this lightsaber was used or at the even at the end of clone wars like it's I don't think that this is supposed to be an artistic rendering of Ahsoka Tano from Mandalorian, if that's what people think. That, in my opinion, it does not look that close to Rosario Dawson, where you could be like, oh man, this is what we're going to see in No, in I mean, to me, this still looks like Gregory Titus stuff. It'd be yeah. no different than what they would have slapped on an Ahsoka box if it was still coming out in the red and black packaging with the numbers on the side. So, I mean, again, I think that people, there's just a lack of Star Wars news out there, which is evident by our topics this week. I mean, literally, there's not one legitimate piece beat. of news. It was beat. Like, I'm not, it was a little hard to, to get up for the show today. And then, you know, we start in the whole, you have all the tech issues here. So I, I'm trying to get back into the swing of things. But that, I mean, the, the lack of shit to talk about and then the, the tech butt fuck to start things off definitely... Uh, kind of worked me over so i'm trying <laughs> so trying to get back there i'm trying to get back there but and I even talk about these toys like the, the, the fucking holiday toys uh, i almost have to read darth hideous's reply on this stuff yeah. before we get into the vintage collection so so one one thing real quick on the saber and i'll say this because as somebody who likes props and is interested in buying sabers down the line i like that they're finally having the force effects line in the Black Series, you know, Force Effects Elite line where you can remove the blade. That was always a hindrance to me buying these Force Effects sabers before is that the blade was literally stuck in there. You couldn't get it out unless you broke it out. So having it to where the blade is removable and then also it looks like Hasbro is now taking a uh, a trick out of Galaxy's Edge book where you can have these removable crystals that change the color of your saber. So with the Ahsoka, you get a white crystal and a blue one. So you blue, you, you screw each one in individually, you change the color of your saber. I like those touches to it. I like the fact that it's removable and you know it just brings it in line with more of not necessarily the quality of these custom saber fabricators, but at least the functionality in terms right. of like your blade is removable. Hey, you can uh, do these things. Greggy boy has a good, good question here. And I, I was almost going to ask it myself, but why, why only one lightsaber for Ahsoka here? I, well, cause I guessed that they were like, well, if you want to, you can just buy two. And the, yeah, but, I mean, they're, they're two completely two different, different hilts, sabers, right? Yeah. One of them's longer than the other one. So, this looks like her her long saber. Yeah, right? this looks like the standard size saber. So the chateau was not included. 
I'm not sure. That's, I mean, that's a, definitely a good question. I don't know if they plan on releasing a Chateau at a different time, but on the box itself, you can see that there's a different in saber hilt length. Like you can see that the hand that's closer to you when you're looking at the box is holding the long saber and then the other one is holding the shorter one. So I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know if there's a reason behind it or not, but that's a good call out. Yeah, I mean, Hasbro's, they're not one to be shy about charging double if they're going to include two. So I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, vintage collection stuff. Ah, I want to read Darth Hideous's. <laughs> um, so uh, this comes from our friend Darth Hideous on Instagram. I believe he goes by Star Wars Toys 73, something like that. Yes. In the live stream, he is Mr. Bossajan. Talk about the price gouging guy. All right, so this is me into this is me doing this week's interpretation of Darth Hideous's DMs. <laughs> okay, so I want to have a little spit about Hasbro and their most recent releases. Use this on the show or don't. I don't give a fuck, but I just need to have a spray. As a collector of Star Wars figures, in particular the Black Series, I feel that we have been yo-yoing from famine to feast. It was especially shit-tastic down here in the land of cunts. For those that don't know, down here in the land of cunts, that is the fake continent of Australia. Uh, we don't get the store exclusives like Walmart or Walgreens. At best, if we are lucky, we get some of the Amazon exclusives. Most of our shopping has been through secondary sellers like eBay and the like. At this stage, can we all just accept that most of eBay should be called Pirate Bay? Anyways, all of a sudden we start getting hit with figs that we couldn't dream about. Archive figures like Boba Fett and the Scout Trooper, albeit no speeder bike. We even started getting some of the gaming greats at EB, which is our affiliate of GameStop. Life was good. Wallets were getting lighter. And us collectors were somewhat happy with the world. Then we get the redesigned packaging. And this is where the wheels start to fall off. Let's call this what it is. A motherfucking money grab. We start getting less new figures and more repainted and re-releases. We started getting first wave boxes and carbonized figs. I'll agree that some of the carbonized figs look mint as fuck. If you could get them. Yes, some of these figures needed the repaints and look great. Some didn't. We didn't need six more Luke Skywalker or fucking Han Solo variants that just hang on the peg sadly like an old man's flaccid cock. <laughs> we don't need another Princess Leia or fucking Rey to sit there for months and months. There are so many characters we all love and want that we haven't gotten. But no. Let's reissue figures like fucking Jango Fett that you can probably still pick up in the discount bin. Then there's the price rise. It stings even more here because we have gone from $35 to $40 a pop to now $55 for exclusives and $49 for run-of-the-mill figs. And we end up with Darth Nihilus fig that looks like a Franken-shit between mall parts and Vader parts. That's if you happen to be lucky enough to have your local store even stock them. These are supposed to be kids' toys. But Hasbro have worked out that most people buying them are collectors and not kids. And that is fucked. That's why we are getting fucked in the fucking ass without even some spit or reach around. So we come to the main source of my fucking rage. The Xmas figures. <laughs> what cunt 
thought those were the right move. Who thought mixing and matching with probably the worst repaints I've ever seen was a good idea of marketing? These are fucking kids' toys, and these cunts will still want $50 for those vomit-inducing Xmas figures. This feels like a joke, where we are being treated as the lowest common denominator. I think it's time to start looking at other lines that may be slightly more expensive, but much better quality. I just hope the 1-6 lines don't follow the same formula as Hasbro. So I, I like his response. I like his, his complaints. And I think he, like, he really did hit the nail on the head in terms of what the, <laughs> what the problem is now. Like, let's be real. Because it, is, it is odd that like internationally, these things have to become so expensive. Like, have, have we just forgot? I mean, yeah, it, we're in a weird time now, but I, I don't think we're always going to be COVID fucked. We're either just going to blow up or eventually get back to normal. Yeah. Uh, but is it really that hard to get shit to different parts of the world? I mean, to, to where I mean, literally in Australia, they're, they're paying almost triple just for a normal twenty dollar figure. Dude, given our experience with trying to get something to yeah, Australia, I guess, I guess so, man. I really it, am starting to think it is it, it it does not exist. If it, uh, it if it's <laughs> like that for even for manufacturers where shipping is just fucked and stuff like that, then I can see why that there is a yeah. A I, I, at this there. point, the the latest update I got from Greg on the hats to Australia is they they left Chicago. I think they hit. Every country in Indonesia that, that exists, Jesus and now Christ. they're just hanging out in Tokyo. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, you're going to get a well-traveled hat for all the people who, who you know, ordered with Greg. So I, I guess, like, my big thing, though, from what, from what Bossajan said is that they did realize, like, Hasbro knows that they're not selling these. to They're selling these to 20, 30, 40-year-old men, primarily— and that's why things have changed so much. Like if these were still being bought for children or, or by parents and their children were playing with them, I feel like their marketing and, and their decisions on what figures were to be made would change. They would be completely different. But knowing that these are going to collectors and knowing what Matt has said over and over again, that collectors have a sickness it's yeah. not it's it's an addiction it's like smoking a cigarette or doing drugs like knowing that it's going to addictive personalities influences their decision on what to make hey, I, spot on it's it, then it still goes back to our first bitch uh, session about this event in hasbro it's like if you know you have us loons on the hook why is it still hard to throw money at you yeah, right? let us buy him. <laughs> like, just, just, just let us give the money to you versus some fucking script writer on eBay. Yeah, I don't know. It's it, it's all fucked. It's like Greg saying. I mean, we're gonna get into the Razor Crest here in a bit. Down there, it's seven hundred dollars. That's <laughs> fucking, fucking crazy. How much it, is it? Uh, three, three three fifty. So double. Like, I don't know. Is there? What's the currency exchange between America and in Australia? Is that is that like a commensurate price? Like, I mean, I, I'm sure some of that comes into play, but I still think the dollar is worth shit uh, compared to other currencies. I mean, Tones is saying over in the UK they're about twenty pounds, uh, which to us is probably around thirty bucks. I mean, if if they did a if they did a direct conversion from from US to Australian. 350 US is like 490 Australian dollars. So they're definitely scalping them. 
And it's just weird. I mean, I, I, I do get it. I mean, they're saying Apollo's like, it's like buying imports. I, okay, I agree. But I import shit from Japan and I'm still paying the same prices that people in Japan would pay for figure arts, stuff like that. It just seems like Hasbro, once it once it lands down there in the land down under, it's just the retailers like, hey, fuck it. It costs so much to get it here. We're just going to jam the price up to $50. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's also Australian money isn't even real. So, yeah, I know. So how do you how do you really make up for fake currency? You just throw right. out a fake so, number. I, I'm sorry, guys. I mean, I, it's just we're, we're throwly, slowly, throwly, slowly <laughs> through unscientific experiments. We are proving the, the flat earth argument that Australia isn't real. Yeah. And then because we mean, can't I guess send hats there. And if we try to send figures there, it, it, it somehow makes the figures cost triple, quadruple the price. Yeah. And if you're working in euros as well, 350 American dollars is 298 euros. So the euro is worth more than the dollar. So I don't know how that figures for like, I don't know in certain countries, like if you if you're buying primarily with standard currency like if you're using euros or whatever your country standard currency is i don't know if that has an effect on figure pricing as well but i mean it uh, is it, it just seems up. odd it's like all these like these toy manufacturers they uh, they act like you know getting shit around the globe is it's like the 19th century yeah <laughs> oh well guess what i just got all my shit suckers <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so moving on with Paul Scott, we got those of you in the Star Wars 375 line, I know you, you kind of feel underrepresented at times, but I, I feel like this 2020 season has been pretty good for Star Wars 375. We, we got some great new figures there, like actual new figures. We got uh, like this uh, AOTC Anakin when he's yep. trying to, to pimp Padme. <laughs> uh, I got a battle droid, whatever. Th this one, I was I was glad to see the the three point seven five inch Rex. Yeah, Captain Rex. I mean, it looks because, good too. It's a really good paint. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I gave up on this line years ago, but I I had to grab the clone three pack that released during the exclusive last week. Okay. Uh, because it comes with I think it's fives, Echo Jesse right? Jesse. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, if I have those three, I got to have a Rex. But any, any, you know, three and three quarter inch Rex available now is eBay time because, you know, he's been released for years and years. Yeah. Uh, you can't get him anywhere. So that, that does drive the price up. And then it was like two days later, they reveal this guy's like, there you go. The universe definitely loves me spending money. Yeah. It's like, uh, please drop more cash on these. <laughs> so I was like, eh, hey, you know, I, I'm not going to give it to a scalper, but if we ever get a re-release, -re I'll grab it. And sure enough, we got that one. Uh, you're getting the incinerator guy again. Like, I, I really think the three, seven line got some good love here. Um, I, I guess better than the the black series. Get it? I like the the tie where you can remove the helmet and yeah. the Tamira face on there. Yep, yep, it's good stuff. So that that was neat. But here here's the big one here. Uh, Hasbro finally decided to do another Haslab for Star Wars. Uh, the first time I ever did a Haslab was for Star Wars, and it was the uh, Jabba Sail Barge. Uh, which was just ridiculous. I mean, uh, massive. Even even at, at even at one eighteen scale, that thing was ginormous. Nick, like you know, the size of my penis, probably. 
So uh, Hasbro, they did one for X-Men. I got in on that, the Sentinel. I, I still don't know why I did that when I'm kicking myself. That was a straight FOMO, one-six shooter, cliff drop. Like He's like, <laughs> yeah, man, just do it. <laughs> just do it. No problem. Uh, but at this event, they revealed their, their next one for Star Wars, and it's none other than a 118 scale Razor Crest. It, it, not just the bullshit 118 scale vehicles like we can buy now, like X-Wing fighters, this, that, and the other thing. I, I mean, this thing is essentially the working 3D model from the set that they're going to turn into a fucking toy. Yeah. So I do um, have a question about this. Is it so given what we're seeing here, is it going to come grayscale like this where you would basically need to like paint? I, I fucking hope not. Like it, it should be a fully finished painted vehicle mm-hmm. when it comes out. Yeah. Uh, these are just, again, they're, they're digital renders because this, this is essentially Hasbro's built in Kickstarter. They have a grand idea that they know production wise would cost them too much money to, to take a gamble on. So they go to us nuts and they're like, hey, they, they, you know, they do the math, they crunch the numbers like, hey, if you if we can convince enough of these jerk offs to commit to giving us this money up front. We'll, we'll make this fucking thing. Yeah. Right. We'll make it for the people that commit to our Kickstarter. Uh, so that's why I don't think you're getting finished looking shots. I, I'd mm-hmm. imagine over time we'll, we'll get more stuff. Uh, but yeah, this is probably going to be painted. But if you just go through some of the images, I mean, it, just the detail here. Dude, the fully it, stocked weapon locker. Yes. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I think in addition to the ship, you get a, a 3.75 inch Mando mm-hmm. with soft goods cape. So it's one I don't think you can get uh, by himself. Uh, I'm not going to lie. This one's going to be hard to skip out on for me. Yeah. I don't collect the line. I don't plan on collecting the line, but this is one of those pieces to me that is, it's like display art. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I want it for that. Obviously I'll probably do some pictures if, if we're still alive to do pictures here when it, when it comes out, but I, I have to get it. And I hate myself for that because I don't collect this line but this is what happens, Nick, when you are a collector and you see <laughs> shit like this. All right, Pop is still on the fence, but the fact that he's on the fence, and I know he is not a 118 scale predominant collector either. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, it, it, this is a project that speaks to a lot of Star Wars fans. A, it's Mando-centric, huge success. B, I think when everyone did see Jabba's sail barge and it was done, they were like, holy fuck, that is really nice. Dude, seeing some of the shots that people have pulled off with that sail barge is incredible. Like, Yeah, Ch- Chez Ch- Picks, Chez Picks is yeah, one in particular. Like, his stuff is incredible. I can I can just imagine, too, like using this type of 116 scale Razor Crest and Force perspective with like a, you know, a 16 scale figure, even a 112 scale figure, like you can get some incredible stuff out of this. Well, so, so here's what's happened with this, Nick. It, I think it hit its goal in like a second. That's yeah, not surprising. <laughs> uh, so now the cool thing that they do, and they, they did this, I don't know if they did it with the sail barge, but they definitely did it with uh, the Sentinel, is they add stretch goals. Okay. So uh, Like we a are real at- Kickstarter. <laughs> Yeah, no, dude, I mean, this is 100% Hasbro Kickstarter. It's exactly what it is. I've got the actual Kickstarter page up on the stream right now for people to look at because I wanted to show you what's happening now. 
because they've already hit the 8,000 backers, Nick, uh, we've unlocked the, the first gift, special unlock, which is going to be, I, I think they threw up an image of it. Uh, let me scroll through here, but it's going to be... Oh, come on, Hasbro. <laughs> no, doesn't look like they put up. Anyways, uh, because it hit 8,000 backers, they're going to uh, add an escape pod now. Okay. So my question to you, did the ship always have an escape pod, or is it something they're adding in based on something that's going to happen in Season 2, uh, which is reinforced by the fact that we saw the Razor Crest essentially blown the bits with its back hatch wide open, yeah. Kind of bumbling through space. I agree with you there. I do think it is a season two. I don't want to say spoiler. It, it's a season two spoiler that the Razor Crest will have some sort of escape pod. Like yeah, he, he's going to have to to blow himself out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So here's here's the next news we got. And I don't know if I'll be able to show this because I only showed it in an email. But they're now offering another unlock which I'm assuming is going to be a 118 scale child in his season-ending bassinet. Dude, how big is that going to be? Is that going to be, like, that big? Just, like, completely unseeable? Yeah, I mean, scale it, child? it's probably going to be the size of one of my testicles is what I'm thinking. <laughs> like, very, very, very tiny, diminutive. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it have to be unless... I mean, I didn't read the fine print. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's one twelve scale. Who knows? But oh, here he is right here. I've got him up now. Uh, look at that little fucker. So this is <laughs> this is the actual carrier that Kuwil builds him at the yeah. end. Uh, yeah, okay. end of season one hover pram, whatever the fuck a pram is. Up there. Oh, look at that. Yeah, you're actually gonna get him in a little card back. Check that out. He's gonna Dude. be holding the. Keep that away from children because that, that is an easy, easily, easily swallowed piece of plastic oh, yeah. there. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, I, I mean, I think I, I got to get into this, but that will unlock at 10,000 backers. Dude, if they're already at 8,000, I got to imagine. Well, it, it, it's at it's at 86, 88 okay. and uh, you got 40 days to go. It'll get there. My dumbass is probably going to add to the total. Papa is going to add to the total. I just know it. Brando is going to add to the total, even though he's saying his wife's going to kill him, but he'll you, do you, it. You just need to get one six shooter in a room, sit him down with everybody right. who's on the fence about this, and then he'll convince all of them in one swift exactly. shot. Exactly. He's very good. Yeah, another one that's good at that is, is I have Uwatau. Yeah. Our buddy Tom, Tom there. I mean, he'll, he'll definitely push you over the edge and spend your money. Yeah, there you go. I think that all of you just need to give Trevor your credit card numbers and just let him buy it for you. So you don't even have the guilt of going through the checkout process. He just yes. does it for you. <laughs> so it's three fifty if you if you back the project. I'm guessing our friends down under, they're just... I'm assuming they're relying on other retail outlets to back the project. Is it like US Get it? Only? I would assume so. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't know. If, I, if I, all I know it. is I, I saw listings myself because, I mean, we, we do have a pretty strong fake Australian following. And they are, it is like, it's up there for what, what guys, six ninety nine, seven ninety nine. It's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's Greg, like, holy Greg shit. Seven. Um, Amish is asking if, if this will have a payment plan. So have any of the other HasLab projects had a payment plan? No, they they take okay. it straight up. Like as soon as was this November 9th hits, see you later. They 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 
they debit that shit. 350 right out. <laughs> it is gonzo. So yeah, put it on one of your zero interest credit cards if you need that. Yeah. Uh, Cause it'll go, oh, there you go. Now, now Joe's saying he's on the fence, which, which means he's going to add to it too. So uh, we're all going to get it. I don't think any of us really shoot at this scale, but uh, like I said, th- this one's going to be hard to pass up because if anything, it, it, it will be a fantastic looking display piece to throw on top of one of our glass shelves where we keep all of our other expensive toys. Yeah. Yeah. It's- Jesus. The Greg's telling us in Australia, it's $6.99 with a $200 deposit. $200 right off, deposit. Right off, the, right off the bat. So. That is nutty. So Good I'm assuming they, they, they can't do it right through Hasbro, which again, is just, I don't yeah, know, it's yeah. odd. It's like, it's like the internet doesn't reach the and entire it's just, globe. It's weird too, though, because like, okay, so say, say Greg pre-orders this, like he, he's like, all right, whatever. I put down a $200 deposit on this figure and for some reason it doesn't reach its goal. Like say we're still at. Oh, it's 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 releasing nick it just depends on how many special knickknacks you get with okay. it now so yeah. it is it, it is it has hit its funding goal like it's getting made at this point now it's just how much stretch are they going to add they so add, i believe his, uh, so another question was like is his pre-order counted towards the stretch goal because he's a purchaser like he's on it but does that does, does that's what i mean i, I don't know I, I feel like whoever is is selling these down in australia they're they're fucking our buddies like i just yeah, seems weird, i don't know how man. you slice it it seems weird yeah, that that official hasbro doesn't just have like hasbro hasbropulse.co.au yeah hey you it's weird the, it's like this fucking internet fucking thing, thing is brand new <laughs> yeah like i don't no, know well, okay we're getting even more insights here look at this from the land down under reporting twinkle tits our GameStop, so they're EBs, they're doing it. And and then this this site I've actually used, and I'm still waiting for uh, a Casey Jones and, and Ralph TMNT to show up from, but Pop Culture? Pop Culture? Pop Culture? Pop Culture? That, literally, yeah. that's how it's spelled, like Culture, uh, C-H-A. It, it's a good site to get exclusives if you're in the States and our dumbass... Uh, United States retailers sold out or it's all eBay pop so culture interesting man I, I, I gotta imagine that like if it's GameStop official they should be feeding in those pre-orders from Australia and everywhere else that can't do pre like can't actually back the project through Hasbro to Hasbro and saying like look we just got 400 pre-orders from australia we got 300 pre-orders I, from I, dude place. i think I, I mean i think a lot of it is the shipping cost to send something this fucking big and heavy oh yeah i, I would imagine so i mean yeah. i i sent a box of four hats and it was like 28 dollars yeah, it weighed the, a pound yeah and it's like, it's <laughs> as greg updated us it's it's at least left tokyo and now it's in hong kong it's, so I, yeah, i'm dude. assuming just to get this shit shipped over there it's probably a hundred dollars or more probably so yeah, I would imagine. It's just, uh, I don't know, it's weird. I, I don't know. I, I guess I figured Hasbro made a thing. Everyone could kind of dip at it and you didn't have to go through. I mean, it's, it, 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 we're, we're essentially talking about a toy mafia right now. Yeah. Right? Like, 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 exactly. <laughs> like all these, all these other retailers, they're, they're like the racket that Hasbro is controlling. Yeah. That's it's the fucking up, Hasbro man. mafia. And it's, you know what, Darth Hideous, I'd be fucking pissed too when I really think about it. I mean, I, I'm pissed and I get them at normal prices and I get fucking livid. So I, I can't even imagine what it's like living over there knowing that someone is is taking a, a fist and just doing it like right in that balloon knot. Like it, no lube, nothing. Fuck. They might even have sandpaper on that fist. 
Yeah, I, dude, if they make them, I would hope that the 700 covers shipping, like the shipping is included. But if it's not, then I don't get what's yeah, going on. Yeah, you would hope so. Anyway. And Greg makes another good point. He's like, Can, couldn't they just ship it from China where they're made? It's like, yeah, no shit. It's, it, it's odd. This is all odd. Yeah. It's- oh, well, hey, hey, we, we feel your pain. Trust me, as a collector, I feel your pain. But uh, be a good boy or good girl collector. Let's back this thing, even though we just sat here and poo-pooed on Hasbro. Mm-hmm. We still want our stuff, right? That's the that that's the sickness part of being a collector. You know you're getting fucked. You know you're getting worked over. You, you know you're getting your wallet emptied for bullshit, but you you embrace it, you open your mouth, and you welcome the bullshit, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just like, give me more, give me more, give me more. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, that wraps up the PulseCon reveals. Uh, we went through everything, Black Series primary line, archive collection, holiday collection, which is everybody's favorite, clearly, the lightsaber vintage. Yeah, yeah. The, ho- the, the sad thing is, as we were reported in our chat here, uh, some of the places are sold out of the that's holiday so figures. It, but Nick, it, it's that collector thing. I mean, but trust dude, me, like, I, I looked at it, I was like, eh, they look different. But I'm just like, no, no, like, no, I, no. When I think about this line, and it's it may just be my fucked up brain because I see all the cool shit that you guys do. And I'm like, dude, I want to see Papa fucking eviscerate one of these holiday figures with an alien. Or I want to see Sir Dork light one of these motherfuckers on fire and launch him into space. Or like just the cool shit that like, you know, that that plastic action could do or that lights, right. camera, tentacle, like all these people who have these incredible minds in these incredible setups. I, I want to see got what that. somebody could do. I get you. Like I, I think, I think if anyone could do these holiday things, uh, they're, they're, you know, the, the do, do them right, do them good, show them off. And people actually go, wow, those aren't fucking stupid. Papa. Yeah. Cause I think, I think so, he, man. I think he could cook up some violent ass Christmas scene. <laughs> That uh, justifies the the goofy paints on the figures, but also, you know, keeps his level of of just visceral gore and yeah. power that he infuses into his shots. Exactly. You know, it, it would be funny to see like a like a stormtrooper holiday party set up and then you see like fucking alien and predator in there just killing everybody. Yeah. yeah. You know, stabbing people you know. through the, through the chest plates. Yeah. 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 So we'll see, you know, I who think knows? I mean, fun. maybe they'll, maybe Hasbro will, will send some to Papa. Papa's on that, the, the Hasbro big box toy list. So we'll see. <laughs> yes. Uh, but just a recap on all these, I, I believe you can still pre-order most of the black series at other retailers clearly don't go to Hasbro pulse. Uh, unfortunately the armor was a Hasbro pulse exclusive and she is gone. Uh, but maybe you'll just spend 55 on one. We're going to talk about next. If, if you didn't get that one, uh, the archive releases, I don't believe you can get anywhere quite yet, uh, but they should be fairly easy to find the holiday stuff. As we were, uh, informed in the chat, <laughs> some of it's selling out just depends where you're at. The Ahsoka man. saber, doesn't look like you're getting two. Doesn't make a lot of sense. That's not Rosario Dawson. Matt's back into the vintage collection. And anyone that's worth their salt in collecting and being a capitalist, back the HasLab Razorcrest. Yes. Okay. All right. So uh, as I as I just said there, there there is another way to get yourself a 112 scale armor if you missed out on the what I think fairly reasonably priced and, and good looking set from Hasbro. Uh, but we got teased from SH figure arts 
that they also are releasing a version of the armor and the heavy Mandalorian, everyone's favorite, a.k.a. John Favreau. Yes. Uh, they John even made Favreau. him kind of dumpy like John Favreau. So, you, you know, yeah. John had some input into that. I Speaking will of- say that, like, up front, the pictures of both of these are janky. And that's because that's all, like, I don't know if Figure Arts has, like, put out official photos for these yet but that's how they are on the oh yeah no they always they always put out bullshit i mean this is again this is where i have to import stuff so i'm you know figures like this i'm either going to i I believe hobby ganky is linked in with x clue now uh nin nin game ami ami uh p dot bandai bandai online that's typically where i go to find this type of stuff uh but i'm gonna be honest with you here nick and uh, and this is i don't know that the FOMO is, is still brewing here with these two figures. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I mean, I, I'm getting the figure arts Mando. So there's that little voice in the back of my mind going, well, if you're getting him, you might as well get the other ones, right? You got to get the wave. There's a whole bullshit that got me in trouble with the one six scale Mandalorian collection. So I, I am feeling drawn to, to these reveals. So we got the, the, the armor again. She comes with some pretty cool accessories. I, I do like the, uh, whatever that container is, the ice cream maker. Yeah, the I think ice that, cream that, maker from uh, what's his name, Will Rowe. Yeah, Will Rowe's ice cream maker. Obviously, you're getting the the best car steel in in plate form, and you're getting some of her tools. I don't know, dude. I mean, Figure Arts always, for the most part, puts out quality until you want to change a hand, and then you want to smash the fucking figure. Uh, but I, so far, I haven't pulled the trigger on these. Uh, the armor you can get now. Yes, available for pre-order now. Right. The heavy is not, right? I don't think the heavy has been listed anywhere. No, the heavy's not from what we could see. And that being said, like, I don't know if they were just behind it. They hadn't put up the pre-order link yet. Uh, I got this off of X Clue and, and it wasn't there. But it, it's not available yet. I will say, man, that, like, you know, looking at this armor... And knowing that the price point that it's going to be at in comparison. Yeah, it's, it's going to be, I mean, we're talking, if you're in the States, to get it to your door, you're looking at 70 to 80 bucks, I'd say, out the door. Like, that's shipping in the figure. I mean, in comparison to the, I mean, like, there's definitely some differences to the Black Series one, but the Black Series one comes with a soft goods back. Right. It comes with, in my opinion, again, like, this is from an uneducated toy person. I have no barons or, or oh, it's good to though it's saying. good like you 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 bring insights that we've either just overlooked these days because we're blinded by the uh gotta have it yeah so yeah what what, what, but, what do you think here so so i'm looking at the accessories for the black series one and it comes with two versions of the hammer but one that is like see-through like from being hot right and it comes with two versions of the tongs again one that's just silver and one that's hot. It comes with a helmet. It comes with the little fire thing as well. And like I said, it, it has a soft goods back to it. Like, are you really like, I know that the quality of figure arts is, is better, but like, is it really? Now you, know the, now you know the struggle I've been having with this figure in particular. Cause yeah, like to me, point- I look at this, I'm like, I would rather have the black series that comes with, in my opinion, better accessories than the $75 figure arts one in a perfect world i would buy this version's accessories as a like standalone pack yeah 
Like, hey, here's 30 bucks for some Mando 112 scale accessories. I think you're spot on with the with the figure comparison. I this is one I really think I'm just gonna sit on the SHF. I'm not gonna fuck with it. Yeah. I'm just gonna stick with the Black Series version. The heavy, on the other hand, is definitely been giving me some heartburn and what I should do with this guy. Yeah, I agree. He looks uh, pretty awesome. I mean, but, but let's be real. The, the heavy Black Series is a damn good figure, too. And I, I just, I don't know. I mean, outside of probably getting better joint articulation and slightly better quality, I, I don't know what this heavy Mando is going to give me over the Black Series Mando. Yeah. Um I just, I don't, I don't know. I just, I mean, even the helmet here looks like a little too small. I mean, SHF has been going with smaller helmets on their Mando figures and, uh, regular Mando looked odd in his helmet. And, and you could even argue that this heavy looks a little, something yeah. could be going on, but and I, I mean, mean the, you know, the, the peanut gallery is pointing out to me and I know, I mean, like they're saying that, you know, the, the figure art sculpts and the paint jobs are typically better and, and everything like that. Well, they I should know. be if you're paying yeah. double, triple the price. I, yeah. I guess that's where things get fucky for Australian collectors where, you know, they're being asked to pay, spend 50 to 60 for a $20 collectible. Which to me is harder to swallow than being asked to spend that for an actual fifty, sixty, seventy dollar collectible. Yeah, if you're paying two hundred and twenty five dollars for a, a figure arts figure, then it's really hard to justify that. Especially, you know, when at this point we're talking about small differences, but I know that small differences make a huge difference in terms it, of photography it, and everything. It can. Like yeah, it really can. It is. That's what I mean. I've, I've been going back and forth on what to do with the heavy. Cause like I said, I mean, I, I in the chat now they're like, who's better as uh, you know, figure arts or Mayfex. And you know how I deal with a lot of this stuff. I just fucking buy them all. Cause I'm a jerk off. Uh, in terms of the Mandalorian, I went nuts. It doesn't matter what scale, what line, I, I'm pretty much getting them all. It's just now I'm starting to question myself. Like, do I really need the armor? Do I need another heavy? Uh, that type of stuff. But my general opinion, figure arts, more often than not, is going to give you better quality than Mayfex. Mayfex, my friend, sometimes I'm, I'm telling you, you'll pick up the figure and the motherfucking thing melts in your hands. Like, <laughs> uh, the Mayfex C-3PO is one of the biggest pieces of shit toys I ever bought in my life. Uh, what other Mayfex do I have there? Just vomit. I've got like some comic book Mayfex. Mayfex is, is hit or miss. They always put out fantastic looking glamour shots. But when you actually get the product, if you get the product, because Mayfex is also very slow on stuff. Sometimes it's, it's jank as fuck where you're like, I just got duped by yeah. glamour shots and box art yeah. versus what I bought. I mean, I'm kind of dealing that with a Neo I just got from PCS toys. It's like in the images, he looked like fucking Keanu. Now he looks like just some regular schmo. Yeah. Uh, you just, you never know until the fucking figure shows up outside of hot toys for the most part. I mean, I what guess with get. these guys, you have the benefit of them wearing helmets, so you don't really have that disparity in facial sculpt and, like, painting that can really fuck up the way that something looks. But yeah, I can see with a, with a Keanu it, or with anybody that has a real face, like, if your face, if your face, like, either paint machine or something like you get you get one at the end of the run where the paint is low on the face, like, you could literally just <laughs> it could look like a fucking trash heap. Yeah, so... <laughs> I, that, that's my two cents just kind of answering the peanut gallery here i i am i am typically uh, typically gonna go figure arts over mayfex 
Uh, but in the end, if I can get something for twenty dollars and it's going to look uh, comparable to the higher end, I, I would love to just stick with the twenty dollars. I just have a problem with, oh, hey, well, it's out there. I need it. When I yeah. don't, I fucking don't. The illness. That's the problem. Is if I wasn't lazy, addiction. I would move my ca- I would move my camera to show the toy table at this point. I mean, you can probably see a little bit like behind Wicket there. That's one of the latest uh, Mezco Batmans. Behind them, there's a stack of Black Series I haven't opened. So my my fucking toy pile is is piling up. <laughs> right before a lot of new shit's coming out so yeah, i man, don't need to buy new shit stop it coming to holiday too i mean a lot of times you won't get holiday reveals until you know middle of october end of october so even though we just had big pulse con shit i'm sure that hasbro still has something to reveal of course hey, hey don't forget mando mondays are gonna kick yeah. in at, at the you know uh, 26th of october that's the first one then we're gonna have nine weeks of that so coming down uh, the they, they that more than likely will be, you know, tickling our taints every Monday, getting us worked up like, hey, you can get this now. Do you remember that look from the last episode of Mando? <laughs> now it's a fucking action figure yeah. in eight different sizes from 50 different retailers. Dude, you know, 100 percent that you're going to get a gin without his helmet. You're going to get the gin from episode eight. Or oh, where Din. They, you're or talking Din, about yeah, I was like, oh, no, yeah, not we, we, I was like, Nick, we do need a, a new gin or so as well. Yeah, she. We <laughs> The Rogue One stuff was released during the the derpy days of Black Series. Yeah. So every one of them looks like they, you know, they, they were doing they a little a whole something. New Rogue One squadron, but that helmetless den is coming. Like I don't know when it's coming, but you can almost yeah, sure. take Why it not? to the bank. Why like, not? That, that motherfucker's coming. That's what I mean. It's just I don't know. It's it's something that I, I almost need to go get professional help for at this point because I thought it was bad with the pops. It, it's it's fucking ridiculous now. Yeah, ridiculous. dude. It's like. People only associate addiction with like drugs or alcohol or something like that. Like addiction is not a, it's not a physical dependency. In part it is with those two particular items, but it is a mental dependency. Oh, it hundred percent is. is you're doing. It, it, <laughs> so. Like, like Friday. I mean, you can ask tones. He's like, Hey man, are you okay? Like I was <laughs> fucking going nuts. Like yeah. ah, ah, blood pressure, blood pressure. Ah all over all over not being able to spend over two hundred dollars yeah like that's a fucking problem that is a mental problem i need to work on with this shit and the doing the toy photography has just made all this 10 times worse yeah because now it's like oh i can justify the expenses so i can buy more because i'll take (laughs) pictures of them right like that fucking means anything there's only you're using exactly (laughs) there's only a few people that actually take pictures of their toys and and get legit opportunities out of it and i'm definitely not one of them so i don't know what the fuck my problem is greg we're we're addicted to you buddy we we love you we speak your name every episode so. And I mean, so SH Figure Arts, the armor is available for pre-order now. The pre-order link that we have is to Hobby Genki, like Matt mentioned. That's through our uh, buddies at Xclue Magazine. And still no, to my knowledge, at least there's no pre-order link for the heavy Mando right. buddy. So right. yeah, I'm sure I'll, I'll throw it in Discord as as I've been doing. I, you know, I'm, I'm no better than one six shooters or Ivuta. <laughs> I'm in there too. You know, poking. Yeah, because you're like, if I'm bear. spending money, then all you motherfuckers Fuck need yeah. to spend money too. <laughs> Hell yeah. So yeah, and I you're mean, for damn sure when I when I shared the the con exclusives one. That's where if you were Hasbro Pulse VIP or whatever the fuck that means, you could shop a day earlier. And I definitely made sure I was checked out. Got my email confirmation before I shared the link to our fans because yeah. uh, I'm just that type of a dickhead. Yeah. 
So our next topic here, still on the merch avenue. This is still collecting. Be- I mean, I, I'm sorry if you're a non-collecting fan of the SWTS. This just probably has been a miserable episode for you. But we got really- one. We got one piece for you right after this that's going to lead right. us into the fan segment. But this is still on the merchandising slash collecting <laughs> side of things, and it's that uh, Disney shop. D- Disney's online shop is now selling Galaxy's Edge merchandise. Uh, exclusive Galaxy's Edge merchandise. So stuff that you could right. only get at the parks is now going to be available for, uh, we don't know if it's a limited time, we don't know if it's going to be a limited run, but it's only available on shop.disney or shopdisney.com. Um, and I put up some of the items that are available here. There's actually quite a, a, a list of things that you can buy um, for everything from, from t-shirts to pins and all the the little things in between, but really the big things that collectors may be interested in is that you can get Galaxy's Edge exclusive lightsabers, character lightsabers now from the from the shop. Right, it's not the ones you can build, but it's the ones you could get from from Doc Shop. Yes, Doc Ondar's trading posts, so you can get you know, for example, you have Ventress's lightsaber, you have uh darth maul obi-wan kenobi jedi temple guard lightsaber they even have the vaders and the anakins on there as well uh you can also see that they have like vests the cloaks so you can buy jedi i mean robes. hey nick at this point in time i know you're a lightsaber guy yeah but thanks to the star wars comic books you could you could technically claim this temple guard lightsaber as as luke's pre-green saber yeah at this point. exactly this is a luke like straight luke cannon like that saber. is Luke Skywalker used this saber. Yeah. So um, it's definitely tempting for somebody who's been there. I mean, both Matt and I have gone to Galaxy's Edge. Both Matt and I have the. the and these aren't, Galaxy's Nick, these Edge aren't saber. the. These aren't like the, the, the Hasbro lightsabers either, are they? Or are no, they? these are. I mean, the style of build that you had from Savvy's Workshop is going to be the style, style of build from these sabers as well. So they're yeah. going to be a little thicker than they should be? Is, yeah, it, is that the they're not exactly one-to-one scale from what I could tell when I was there and I was looking at them. They're a little bit bulkier. They are full metal chassis, so you're not going to get plastic on there. Um, so they're well-built, but they're, they're hefty, like they're, they're hefty blades. Um, they're also not going to come with the, from what I could tell, they're not going to come with the electronics, so you're not going to get a blade. <laughs> You have to get the blade separately. So the blade is listed on there. So if you want a blade. Oh, you got to love it. You got to love on, Disney. Yeah. Tack on 50 bucks for a blade if you want one. Oh, my and God. from what I can see here, you get you get the saber itself and you get a case for it. So for 150, you do get the hilt and a case. Um, it does. It is. um electronic so it does come with you know what that may not be that bad of a setup when i think about it because you could be someone that just wants the fucking hilt so why why spend all the money for the blade so i'm gonna take that back yeah and and look here's the thing too if you have one blade from galaxy's edge which is plug and play yeah you can put it into other sabers so you don't need one for each one of them um so you get this is what comes with it lightsaber hilt inspired by whoever you get the hilt case and a, and a, uh, and the hilt itself, and then each of the the cases is actually specially built. So with the with the Vader saber, you're gonna get like an imperial case that has the imperial crest on it, and for the other ones, you get one that is inspired by that particular character. So for example, 
Oh man, everything just went away. Uh, I was gonna look at the the um, Ahsoka one, or the not the Ahsoka one, the Asajj Ventress one, but it's like the, when the website reloads, it it remakes everything. Oh, yeah. um, so it's illuminate. It has uh, it illuminates. It has sounds, uh, and then it also has the coordinates lightsaber clip um, that you can get as well. So I- I'll tell you what, man. I mean, the stuff that interests me. I'm probably a little too old for this, and I'd never do it again. I've done it once in my life, but the the the, the cosplay stuff you can get from here is about it's a, it's it's as legit as it gets. Yeah, no, th- you know, like is... like if you if you got the money and you got a kid that's into this, and they're like, "Hey, Dad, hey, Mom, I really want to be a Jedi this year." You know, don't don't chance on it. And try to make it yourself, like like I did when I was twenty. Just fucking buy it. I mean, look at look how. And I'm I'm just talking about the graphic on StarWarsTime.net right now, but. I mean, those are legit tunics. You're getting mm-hmm. legit belts. I believe they also sell fucking boots and shit. No, yeah, uh, they sell the, the, the you robes. You can buy like full. Yeah, um, the, the, the whole you know, shoot match setups. you can get. So I, I, I'm telling you right now, like I said, if you got kids and this is what they want to be, uh, or if you're an adult that still goes to Halloween stuff, I, I'm not. I don't subscribe to that. Uh, I mean, call me what you want. I think people in their their late thirties, forties, fifties going to adult Halloween parties have mental problems. <laughs> I, I just I don't get it. Like I like to drink and have a good time too, but why the fuck do we got to dress up? Like, come on. I will say that the 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 way that this website's functioning right now, it's a little weird because sometimes when I search Galaxy's Edge, it only shows me seventeen products. Sometimes when I search it, it shows me fifty. So it's <laughs> acting a little wonky. But like you can buy full setups like you can buy the adult full Galaxy's Edge light side. What's what's the final price for this? It's one twenty five and you get the tunic, which you see on Star Wars You get the robe, you get the belt and you get a lightsaber clip. Huh. So that's that's full go. I, I mean, for like a Disney thing, that that's not that bad. And, and really I've seen not. these and I've seen these up close. I mean, they, they are legit. Yeah. And it looks like a lot of this shit. So the reason that you're having issues is a lot of shit sold out. Like this, this full <laughs> adult set is sold out for the light side. It, the full dark side set also sold out. All uh, these lightsabers sold out. Like they went quick. They went. Really I, I'm quick. laughing because Mr. Rose Tico is making fun of me for not liking 40 year olds at a Halloween party. Hey man. I just admit what it is. Y'all just want to go and get fucking drunk. Just go do it. Like, you don't have to get dressed, dressed up to go get fucked up with other older people. It's not that hard. Yeah. Like, you mean, guys want to have some drinks? Let's go. I'll, I'll, I'll fire up the Zoom on Saturday. We'll sit here and drink. I'm not going to get fucking dressed up, though. <laughs> you don't need an excuse to do it. But, uh, yeah, so this stuff was up, but I think that a majority of these items are sold out already. If you go on there, if you click on the link that we have on starwarstime.net, it will take you automatically to the Galaxy's Edge section of the Disney shop, which is not actually a section. You have to search for Galaxy's Edge and it will show you all these things. They will show you what's available and what's available. They have t-shirts, Millennium Falcon t-shirts. They have the Hondo Onaka Funko Pop. You have some K2SO pins and some other like, you know, trinkety kind of knickknacky items, but all of the big ticket stuff like the lightsabers, like the tunics and the full garb for costumes all sold out already. So, all right, Mr. Tico is not going to let this go. So I will keep talking about it. 
Yes, I spend thousands of dollars on toys. They're not kids' toys. They're collectibles. We've already we've Darth Hideous already let you know that these these aren't made for kids. They're made for collectors. And I can sell these for money. It's true. You can't sell your fucking stupid Halloween costumes that you went in war with other adults to get drunk with. <laughs> Matt's got a point there. There is resale value. Point made. See, I checkmate. I typically... Checkmate, Tico. Checkmate. I'll do like easy costumes. Like <laughs> last year, I was Bob Ross, and all that took for me was a wig, just the Bob Ross nah, wig. Fuck that shit. <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. I, I've got like a, a hard on for adult Halloween parties. It, it's I, maybe something happened to me in college. Maybe, maybe someone played with my butt when I was drunk. I don't know, but I, I don't like adult themed Halloween parties. I think call it, so, call it a phobia, if you will. So now Klondike is expecting us to be dressed up for our Halloween episode of Star Wars Time Show on the live stream. Yes, it'll be it'll be more normal to do it virtually. Okay. I, I agree. I, I I could get down with it doing it virtually. I'll throw on my Jedi robe. That's basically uh, what I'll do too. And I that's it. Like I, I'm gonna have I'll my, my robe, my my fat sagging man tits hanging out and my little <laughs> balls will be like peeking out through it too. There so you go. So, uh, shop.disney.com or shopdisney.com. Search Galaxy's Edge on there. Tones, I'm way, way, way too short to be, be the Hulk, buddy. I'd be like the Hulk's, you know, uh, the Hulk's the kid, bastard, which is bastard actually son. A, yeah, like there's a kid Hulk, right? I think there's a kid Hulk, but who knows? And yes, if you want to get into like, would I, would I ask someone to dress up like like a Twi'lek or or a Tegruta? Sure, why not? I mean, but yeah. that that's that's the like have sexual odd fantasies with it's not yeah, to go and like look at other adults and, and let's <laughs> let's be real some of these adults shouldn't be wearing the costumes they're wearing like like they look like adults like you know you got like the lard lard cellulite hanging out <laughs> uh, hey teach your own i'm not gonna shit on anyone else's parade but i will yell about stuff there you go. I so, will yell. I'm not like some other people in this country where they yell at, uh, yell about other people's stuff and literally try to affect it. I just I just yell into the air. Yeah. Just, right, just expel it. Old man yelling at clouds. So uh, next up, our last piece before we move on to the fan segment. Yay, which not is toy to stuff. Be, Yay. Yeah, it's not toy stuff. It's not. This is an actual... This isn't I, I, even a rumor from leaks. This is a rumor from the person himself. So right, I, I love toys. I mean, we know this, but I, it's just too much toy talk. Yeah, there was a lot this week. But this, I this don't even know how piece. Nick is a lot. Like how, if I were you, I would have just fucking fallen asleep like an hour just, ago. Just zoned out. I, I'm sure that's what most people did. So <laughs> let's, let's go. And Brando Calrissian checked out. He was like, fuck you guys. Yeah, he's I can't like, think. fuck <laughs> this. He's like, get me some real news. He's like, I, I already read all this toy hate online. I don't need to hear it again. So. Yeah. Uh, so this isn't necessarily news. This is from Rahu Kohli, which if you're familiar with the show iZombie, that is uh, Ravi from iZombie. That's his most prominent role in Hollywood to this point. He's also had some guest spots on Supergirl. Um, but he is a very active member of Twitter. He is uh, a big fan of the Star Wars universe. He's always talking about Star Wars, always talking about you know, potential roles for him to play in Star Wars. And one thing that he dropped recently was um, this tweet that was pretty, you know, innocuous to most people, unless you're a Star Wars fan. He says, I've gotten into that Lothal orphan, Force-sensitive, trained by Kane and Jarrus kind of shape for no particular reason. Uh, okay, all right. Okay, let, let's just stop right there. 
<laughs> I, I don't know, man. I mean, he could be a, a, a massive, massive Star Wars fan, and this could, he really could just be fucking around. Yes. I, I, I don't even see that being a remote possibility. Like, I, who in their right mind just casually what 1:45 p.m. on the 24th so this would have been Thursday is just sitting there and they're going to type that out just for shits and <laughs> giggles like it, i that wouldn't even come to me just for shits and giggles no yeah i, I mean, mean it, I it's, it's 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 cheeky it, it's smart it doesn't confirm anything but it it confirms everything but it's just like, how can you then backtrack? Like, oh, I was just fucking around. Like, who who fucks around like that? Like, uh, we run a Star Wars website and a podcast, and and we don't send out tweets just fucking around like that. You know what I mean? It's like, it, something had to be on this guy's mind. He has to know something, or he is, in fact, live-action Ezra Bridger. Yeah, so he was quick to kind of... I don't want to say pull back, but he was quick to to put out some sort of retractions on right, Twitter. Right, because, so. uh, you know, Games Radar, they started running with it. it you know, I'm sure other sites are running with it, but, uh, I mean, Games Radar is like, don't toy with us, Rahul. Our hearts can't take it. And he replies, oh, fuck, I was just goofing around. Where the fuck is my publicist? Please take over my social accounts with the e emoji. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, but it's, it's, it's like I said, I mean... I could see someone fucking around with current event type of shit, but uh, who just sits there and, and fucks around with just random I know, dude. Star Wars tweets that are like so spot on? Yeah, it's not even that like, and it, even if you listen to like the rumor mill around the Mandalorian, not a lot of people were talking about Ezra's going to be in this. Not a, not a lot of people were throwing that out. Even the the leakers, you know. They weren't heavy on the on the Ezra stuff. And it's not like Rebels just ended. It's not like Ezra was involved in the final season of of Clone Wars. Like this Ezra as a character has been finished for a couple of years now. And for him to just come out and drop this, and then even after that retraction tweet, he right. says, I was just goofing around. He replied to himself saying, Gonna go hide for a while now. My bad, everybody. Have a lovely rest of the day. And then he puts a picture of himself right next to a picture of Ezra from the end of Rebels where he's like an aged Ezra. And they look exactly alike. Yeah. <laughs> like they look very similar, I will say. They look very, very similar. Um, I guess my point is it just goes back to if you just want to fuck around on Twitter one day, how do we get to this unless... You are trying to troll the fan base. Yeah, I mean, like, you have to be just straight out trolling in order to do this. And I don't think that he's, I don't know, like, I, I, I don't follow Rahul. I didn't follow him before. You know, I don't like, peg him as a Star Wars fan troller. No, you know, I, no, I don't, no, I don't, I don't, see I don't it think way. so. And then, and then it continued on. It continued on. Oh, so yeah, he didn't yeah. just leave it at that tweet. <laughs> An hour later, he sends out a video from his car. And Matt was very astute. He, this is why Matt does our Easter egg breakdown for any shows that we watch. Because I watched it and he's like, look, you know, I was just goofing around. This was all fan casting. This was not real. But then Matt astutely noticed that if you crank the volume up on this video that you can see, StarWarsTime.net, if you go to this post... There's Mandalorian music playing in the background, and then he gives you a nice little ing at the end, nice little wink. Yeah. At, right it, at the end of that. I, I'm not going to play it because you guys won't hear it anyways, and it'll just fuck everything else up, and it's already been a, a tech tech nightmare type of show. 
Uh, but as Nick said, if you play this this kind of apology, if you will, or clarification video, literally has Mandalorian theme music in the background. And when he's all done, basically saying, oh, yeah, it's just a bunch of bullshit. The most cheeky wink you've ever seen, as in like, wink, wink. What I just said was a crock of shit, but I have to type of deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so let, let's let's kind of run with this. I mean, uh, Tones even kind of brought it up. You and I were talking about it beforehand. Uh, based on our space math, we figured Ezra would be about 10 to 12 years older than the last time we saw him in Star Wars Rebels. If he did yeah. show up in Mando Season 2, which we know at this point is literally picking up right where S1 left off. Yep. Uh, so I, I think Ezra would be in his what mid mid twenties, mid to late twenties, late twenties probably. Uh, yeah. So figure twenty eight, twenty nine, maybe thirty. If you're pushing, if he was if he was eighteen at the end of Rebels, and then we're twelve years out, he would be thirty. Right. That, that's the that's probably the the oldest we can make him. Yeah. Just kind of pulling years out of our ass. But we 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 kind of did the math. I mean, you gotta remember Rebels ended well before the Battle of Yavin. Uh, Battle of Yavin, you then have three to four years in between that and the fall of the Empire. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. Mando takes place six to seven after the fall. So Ot plus Ot equals Ot. That's how we came up with the 10 to 12 years. Uh, this this gentleman, I believe, as Tone just said in the peanut gallery, is going to be about 34. Uh, but hey, th this is Hollywood. Yeah. And th there, there's makeup. There's this, that, and the other thing. And quite frankly, if I scroll back to the splits... It's about as damn close as you're going to get as a live action Ezra Bridger without, you know, doing some uh, yeah. face prosthetics, this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. And look, you know, he's got a little bit of gray in his beard. But one thing that Matt and I also threw, threw out was, you know, if, if, if Ezra is out in these unknown regions or he's out in some sort of area of wild space right. or he's being distorted by space time. There's a lot of ways that he could look a little bit older than what hey, he who is. knows. Yeah. Who knows what type of shit he's been through? I, I mean, just we all probably have an alcoholic in our lives. I mean, look at what they look like physically. Yeah. Compared to someone same age that doesn't drink every day. It, it is a, it is a, it's a disturbing difference in, in my opinion, but stresses of the world stresses of being out there with thrawn i mean th this is getting goofy but remember those those, those hyperspace whales essentially broke out the, the the glass on that star destroyer so who the fuck knows what type of shit was getting flung at those two as they were pulled in the hyperspace with essentially not an airtight seal uh the guy the guy could have been through some shit and definitely look a little older if he shows up so i guess you know if we're going to run with this if there is going to be a live action ezra uh, is, is this something where, as John has said, the, the route they're going, the, the Game of Thrones route, uh, does he just kind of randomly show up and go away, but then gets further expanded in, in his own series, a Thrawn series, a Rebel series? Does he become a regular in Mando? Do we check in with him and not see him again for another season? How, how do you think an Ezra can work? Because... He's even harder, in my opinion, to to bring back without some sort of setup than than Boba Fett. I mean, Boba Fett, yeah. we we can write that away. I mean, okay, he gets out of the the Sarlacc somehow. H how are you just gonna glance over the fact that this guy got sucked away to the unknown regions with it with an arch villain, 
and now he's just back into the mix somehow. So yeah. I, I think that's the tricky thing. I think if we get a reveal of Ezra in Mando season two, it almost necessitates a second live action series that will then focus solely on him. Right. And or, I mean, or he has to you, get an episode or two, because I think a lot of us forget, you know, Game of Thrones came from novels, just like yep. a lot of this stuff is, is coming from either animated series, comic books, this, that and the other thing. And Game of Thrones, I mean, outside of that A season and outside of the fact that Fuckhead still hasn't even written the last two books. Yeah. For the most part, did a great job of bringing in all of those major character pieces and, and giving them some room to breathe and grow on their own while also kind of keeping the core narrative of the Stark children intact. So... I so Based the, on what Favreau said, this not being a Mando-centric season, yes, obviously our introduction, I think, would be through Mando or someone Mando's working with. But Ezra could potentially just kind of go away for an episode or two, and then maybe episode eight, it's, hey, this is Ezra's episode for 15, 20 minutes. I think the reason it, that that worked really well with Game of Thrones is because their episode length was a lot longer. Like, you were working typically with hour-long Yeah, you had an hour. But, I mean, we know from the creators they're going in yeah. this narrative direction. We are no longer just going to see Mando for the full 30, 40 minutes every episode. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking we might not see Mando for an entire episode this season, or maybe just like the first 10 seconds. It's definitely possible. And then it's on to someone else. So uh, if Ezra is showing up in Mando, it has to be done in a way kind of like you said, or I said, where he's, he's, he's teased, he's introduced, it means something. But then he, he's got to get some stuff explained either in future episodes or in his own series. Tone's, Tone's example of how they or introduce Black Widow, I think, works for Ezra. She just kind of shows up in Iron Man 2, is background, makes an impact by the end. And then, you know, all these years down the road, she's one of the most impactful Avengers. And now she's going to get her own movie finally. Oh, so. yeah. No, that's definitely possible. But I also think that if if... I don't think that you can do for fans, for fans who have actually followed this thread. Nut jobs. On, let's, let's clarify like, that. People yeah, like us. Crazy people. Like, you can't do it without Thrawn, though. Like, in my opinion, like, if you throw, if Ezra comes in, Thrawn has to be Of there. course. We, we've talked about that. This is where things get dicey with all this and why yeah. maybe this is why he was having fun with it. But you would think Thrawn, Ezra, Sabine, and Ahsoka are almost a, a combo deal at this mm -hmm. point to just end their tale or pick up where it left off. I mean, that you want to talk about a cliffhanger. All four of them jumped off one of the biggest TV cliffhangers I've ever been a part of or experienced because they're all four major characters. Two of them, their fates are directly unknown. Like, we have no idea what happened to Thrawn and Ezra pre the fall of the Empire at this point. We have no idea. We just yep. know they are sucked away on Thrawn's Star Destroyer by hyperspace whales. Yep. We do know that Sabine and Ahsoka fought with the Rebels, helped take down the Empire, and then when that was all settled out and the New Republic was starting to come to they decided to go out and look for their friend or that which, was heavily implied at the in the epilogue which then puts us in a very odd position here because if they, based off of the epilogue like you said they fought to the end of the empire they went out to look for their friend but if he's if he's now in this series 
then he's been here all along. What, that, unless that, he, yeah, that, unless he just came back, unless he like literally just came back from fucking wild space from the unknown regions or whatever. And, and I think we're just, I don't know, we're, we're, I think we're agreeing about the same shit, but we're just too dumb to actually say the words where we're both going to be like, yeah. Yeah. I, I think we both agree. I mean, to bring him back, it, it, it's very tricky. It's way trickier than, than, than Boba Fett. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's, there's just a lot of uh, mystery there. I guess it was because the implication at the, in the epilogue was that like, we've been looking for him forever or like that was what you assume was going to happen is that this search was going to extend. And then, and maybe it's, maybe they just casually approach it as if Ahsoka or Sabine is in the show when, when Mando dips in with them, they've, they've already found them and they're they're or they just found them. And and that's how Mando hears about like, Oh my God, a force user has come back from blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he's like, Oh fuck, let me go check this out. And then that's how he runs into all of them. And it's just a quick little, Hey, and then, you know, they slowly become bigger parts of the show. Very very possible. Uh, Mr. Tico's making a good point here. And I guess you should know this because you're a a student of the, of the Chiss. But uh, according to him, post the fall of the empire, Thrawn would no longer be down with their, with the remnant essentially. Well, yeah. It's but it's tricky because Thrawn wasn't around in real space, like in the core worlds during the remainder of the Imperial reign. Like like, he would essentially come back and not know what's going on. Like he'd be like, they they have to do a a, like a buddy cop show now. Just Ezra and Thrawn. Yeah, you have to like you're right. I mean, there's so many little nuances to this character's journey and Thrawn. I mean, Thrawn's. I'd argue Thrawn's probably even more popular in the Star Wars fandom than Ezra. Yeah, and and uh, here here's the thing about Thrawn, and and I mean, you know, the the intern is right. His his loyalty, his fealty to the Empire, was only basically to the Emperor himself. I mean, like he 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 pledged a a an oath to the Emperor to to serve under him and serve in his Imperial army. So technically, when he comes back, his fealty is is done. Like, he doesn't need to do it anymore. Right. But also, you're probably... If, if people know that Thrawn's back, especially people within the Remnant, like a Moff Gideon, if they know he's back, they're like, you're a fucking Grand Admiral. You need to help lead us in this... He, he would definitely be a mark. Time. I mean, he he would be a mark. They, they'd be like, yo, either get in line or, you know, you're with us or against us type of shit. Yeah, so, the, uh, like, his his character would be way more tricky to pull off if they're going to include him than than any of the other ones because he does have this broken loyalty between... Right. Now, he's... The Emperor's dead, Darth Vader's dead, all of the things that he was working for in terms of the Imperial superstructure are gone. Like, he could very easily just go back to Chiss... Uh, the just ascendancy and say like, "Hey, I'm back." Like, let's. Well, let's I, I think it. we we've hinted at it before, and and Tico just talked about in the in the chat here. But Thrawn strikes me as someone that just based on whatever situation he's in, he's going to make the most out of it. Yeah. Uh, he, he he clearly would respect Ezra's abilities. Yes. Of and I think over time, if they were marooned together. Uh, obviously it'd be contentious at first, especially from Ezra's point of view. Cause Ezra, let, let's remember his, his last act was to essentially sacrifice Sacri- himself yeah. because of Thrawn. 
Uh, so uh, I think Thrawn probably appreciates Ezra much more than Ezra appreciates Thrawn uh, right right at the end of Rebels. Mm-hmm. But over time, uh, I think they both come to appreciate each other. Uh, maybe they come to see each other's points of view in some capacity and ultimately, you know, could become partners in some sort of Oh. Uh, whatever. Do they go back to the Chiss? I don't know. Do they come back to the known regions? Who knows? Uh, but it, but if you're going to have Ezra, Thrawn has to be addressed. And I think if he's addressed in just a casual conversation, it's going to light people's asses on fire. Yeah, I really do think that he would need to be involved directly in some sort of way. So, I mean, I'm of course I'm fucking down for Ezra being in it. I just think that they're there needs to be substance behind it. I think that if, if he was in one episode and then kind of drifted away, that would not do enough. I, I, I didn't say that it. the right way. I'm saying like he, he gets introduced again. We learn why he was introduced, but then we don't see him for a few more episodes yeah. when, okay, his, they cross paths again or whatever Ezra's doing is impacting the, the global narrative, if you will. Cause yeah. I think that, I think that's what we're going to have. It really is going to move from, just what is Mando doing to, okay, we know what Mando's doing now. We have his narrative arc has been set in stone for the most part. He needs to protect this child and find space wizards. Yep. Okay, but what is what is Ahsoka's if she's in it? What is Sabine's if she's in it? What is Ezra's if he's in it? What is Thrawn's if he's in it? You know, what's grief? What's Kara? You know, what, what's yeah, the guy you, building the next IG-11? Like, there's going to be agenda. There's going to be multiple agendas now. Yeah, you can't, your your storyline is not going to be solely focused on the return yeah, of the child. It, and it could be great. It, it could be great because as they said, the creators is Favreau, Filoni. We could really start opening up our Star Wars of Thrones character guide, our map, and really start, as they said they're doing, expanding the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Uh, and incorporating old and new. So I think it's going to be rad. Uh, I, I love Ezra. I love Rebels. Uh, I, I'm down for this. Uh, I'm down for it in Mando or even a, a standalone. Like if you, if you believe the the Pooh Flingers, this, this is probably a standalone series at this point because we're getting yeah. standalone Ezra, standalone Thrawn, standalone Ahsoka, standalone Sabine, standalone Stormtrooper. I mean, you name it. Yeah, so. everything standalone. So, I mean, who, who knows? I mean, it could be that he's introduced there and then spins off to a standalone. One thing I will say about the casting is... I've never watched iZombie, so I don't know what Ravi sounds like. Uh, Raul Coley has a very clearly Australian accent. Um, or, you know, I mean, these, these, these guys get paid money to fuck with their voice. So yeah, so I think I he'll figure it out. Modify his, his <laughs> he'll voice. He'll figure it out or, or just get the, the voice actor <laughs> to, to, to dub it in. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll do him dirty like Ray Park. Have him do all the heavy lifting, and then in in ADR they just dub in the actual Ezra voice actor. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm I'm down for this. I, I'd love to see it. I, I guess a kind of another little tangent we can go on while we're talking about Ezra is, I mean, ultimately, do you want to learn about the continuation of his story in live action version or in sticking with the animated? Seeing what live action can be, I'm always going to skew that way now. Right, because I I love the animated properties, I do, but I just don't think, and this is not me being a like a like a selfish Star Wars fan. This is me wanting 
other people to get interested in expanded narrative as well. I think more people are interested in live action content than they are animated. Yeah, you're 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 100 right, and that's why a lot of people missed out on Rebels initially or Clone yeah. Wars, and they're like, "Oh shit, I should have watched this." It's kind of the solo syndrome where you're like, "Yeah, fuck it, I'm not going to see it. I know better." But when you actually watch it, it's like, "Okay, there's some great content here." Yeah, there's here. some really good shit here. So uh, I, think I, that- I think you're 100. I think what you're saying is is how a lot of of Star Wars fans are. Me, I I still enjoy cartoons. There it goes back to Tico's point. I am essentially I have a kid's mind. I just don't like Halloween parties. Yeah. Okay. So I would take either. Like, I think it would be easier for them to just pick up with animation and oh, say, fuck like, yeah, I mean, the shit's <laughs> all here. Let's, we already know what we're doing. Let's go. Then to actually have to go in and hire actors. I, I agree. So I, in my opinion, I think if they just did a, a final season of Rebels, something like that, and it just focused on the, the four we talked about. Uh, and obviously, let's throw Zeb back in there and, and I mean, Callus. You gotta we got to, you know, throw in. I mean, like you would have to check on Hera and the and yeah. The you, you'd have to, you'd have to get the the whole crew in there. But the the main point of that lone season, kind of like we had with the Clone Wars, would be to button up these major arcs that they left wide open. I mean, yeah. wide the fuck open. You know, they have plans. You you don't take a a character that Filoni created like Ezra and just leave him flapping out in the wind. I mean, look what he has done with Ahsoka. Look how, look how she has grown throughout the years to the point where we're probably going to see her live action. So I think the easiest way to do it would be to let, let's explain what we all want. You know, what, what were they up to? Does he get back? How did he get back? Thrawn this, Thrawn that. Then, yeah, let's go ahead and start dipping him into the sprinkling in like we're hearing ahsoka is going to be sprinkled in that that would be my my preference i think yeah so and then also there's some good fan art that people started making like immediately after he put that out like there were people who just came up with like full real ass paintings of raul coley as uh as ezra and then some people did their like uh stylized versions as well so oh, yeah um, no, it, it definitely definitely works like he he works 100 percent, and he clearly knows the material he clearly knows the fandom. I would say this guy would be a a great candidate for a live action Ezra. Yeah, so. uh, just it'll be very interesting to see if it if it does pan <laughs> out and real. how they they get him in. Because uh, if he is not, this guy's a master master troll. Yeah, this master be, troll. Yeah, like almost top, almost top evil level. genius shit. Because like I said, I mean he's sitting around on a midday on a Thursday, just going, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck with Star Wars world." Yeah. And did it in a, a perfect way. I mean, it's just, it, it's so tongue in cheek. Like I'm revealing what I'm doing by not, or I'm just trolling. So good stuff there, Rahul. We like that. We like yeah. that shit. And we, we are speaking your name. Yeah. I hope it happens. So. Totally. Um, yeah. Cart- so- peanut gallery. Cartoons do rule. If, if you want to watch no, a cartoon do. that shouldn't be a cartoon, that's like one of the most fucked up cartoons I've ever seen. Harley Quinn on HBO Max. Yeah. Just just as a tease, the second episode, I believe, they're, they're literally th- this term is used multiple times at a young kid's bar mitzvah, finger banging. <laughs> okay, that's all you need to know. Harley Quinn, the show makes me blush sometimes, and you know how fucked up my mouth is. Yeah, uh, so, so it's just one of those. It's one of those cartoons where you're like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I like I have nothing against cartoons. I mean, like Big Mouth on Netflix is just vulgar as fuck, and then right. I think Tones just said that the new Jurassic Park cartoon is really good too. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I've watched episodes of it. It's actually really good and really well made. I just think that 
if we want to get the narratives out there to more people, live action is the way to go. Hey, fuck more people. We just care yeah. about us Star Wars fans, right? That's Those true. of us that have been there from day one consuming every form of content and not uh, tipping our noses up at it because we're too good. So It's true. All right. All right, Ezra. We spoke your name. Hopefully you show up in live action style. All right, so moving on to the fan segment this week. There's only one piece of fan segment because you guys let me down last week. You really hurt my feelings by not yes. responding to my question. As of the always, week. we blame our problems yeah, on the rest of the world. It's your the American fault. way. It's, <laughs> it's your the American fault. way. So we only have one thing from the fan segment. We have the final battle in the uh, the droid throwdown, the battle bots bracket, and. It was a pretty handy victory by our good buddy and the Star Wars savior himself, R2-D2. He, he was going up against the number three seed, Droidica. He was the number five seed, and it was a beatdown, 79% to 21% for our good buddy, R2-D2. Um, and again, the fans have let me down once more because there was less than 100 votes on here. So there was 89 total votes on this on this poll, seen by over 205 people. To well, the 120 Nick, plus who saw it and did not vote, <laughs> you have clearly shown me that well, I am no longer welcome in your well, Welcome Star Wars to my team. life as a Star Wars fan trying to interact with other Star Wars fans and actually have them interact with me. Yes. This is my, my, my Star Wars YouTube life. In a nutshell, <laughs> essentially. So uh, it's a little bit worse here because you know we 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 have what the six thousand base. I know two hundred people are seeing it, and still less than half are interacting. We're on YouTube. We, we're still less than six hundred total. But it's like when I put out the comic book videos and they get fifteen views. <laughs> it does come to a point. Like I I don't. I was like, hey Nick, no question this week. And he's like, hey fuck it. Like no one's doing it. So why? Yeah, I, I like, get why? it. Why? I wish why? I could be more like Nick. Like if I could be more like Nick. I'd actually be excited about the Mandalorian starting on the 30th. Right now, I'm like, it's going to be a whole fucking day's worth of work before I start real work. Like, yeah. I, I literally, I get up at like 5.30 or 6 on Mando Fridays to get in a few hours of that shit before I do my real shit. And then I'm back to the Mando shit in, in the evening. So uh, yeah. if I could be like Nick and just, just take the message, like no one likes us, it, it would save me a lot of fucking time, man. <laughs> a was. lot of fucking time and effort. So we're either going to be retool like after this very poor showing in the battle box bracket, <laughs> there's not going to be another canceling all the whole fucking fan segment is done. Well, well watch yeah. everyone. Everyone hangs up. Click, 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 click. <laughs> yeah, the, there will not be another battle bracket here. We're going to try to retool the fan segment to see what we can do that may bring some more interaction. <laughs> so what he's saying uh, is we're taking our fucking ball and going home. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're, I, I will we'll, we'll try to think of some new ideas. You know, <laughs> there's the idea out there that Matt does a a either weekly or biweekly breakdown. Oh yeah, let's of let's fans. make this the this is the third week in a row now where I'll pledge to actually get yeah. that graphic out. So the fan art breakdown. So if you guys want him to you know to tastefully critique your work, we can do that. Uh, we've had suggestions from our Discord members of doing. A lot um, of those suggestions, Nick, are just buy us more yeah, stuff. Yeah, just give us free stuff. <laughs> like, one okay. of the ones that yeah. I liked was like asking actual trivia questions. Uh. Like asking 
you know, right. trivia questions throughout the week, either one or a, a couple and see how many people get it right. Um, I think that that I think it's a good idea. But the good thing that I liked about the question of the week while it was still popular was that you're actually getting responses to read and you're getting direct interactions. Yeah, I I, and, I mean, maybe we mix it in and out. I, I really do want the question of the week to remain a staple. I mean, I, I think the tournament, we can definitely take a break. We, we did three of those back to back to back. Yeah. So that, uh, that's let's gonna... take a break on that one. And maybe next fan segment, not this one, but but next week we'll we'll, we'll pull the live stream here to see what type of uh, battle bracket we should go with next. But yeah, yeah. We, Something's so, got to happen here. Like the diehards are the diehards. We just, we, 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 we got to expand that circle of diehards and IG is going through its, you know, annual algo fuck. Uh, so I'm sure some of that's not helping, but when you tell me that it's been viewed 200 and we only getting, you know, less than a hundred uh, interactions that that's starting to feel a little personal. Yeah. So that's the end of the, the droid <laughs> battle bracket. R2D2 is your victor. The yeah. voting. Go the fuck yourselves. You lazy side. assholes. Uh, the loser voters who voted for the Droidica, uh, action figure noob, cryophotography, Nico Tronus, Liam, and Baron's Black Series. Those were the the loser voters. Everybody else who actually voted on it uh, voted for the winning side. So um, that's the end of the fan segment. Like I said, we're going to take some time to think of some new things to do. I may put out a question of the week earlier this week. So maybe on Friday, give you guys time to answer it over the weekend and then roll into it. Um, but yeah, for now, we're definitely going to be, uh, hitting the drawing board again because all of you people hate us. Yeah. So. Just a lot. I mean, that's stalled out. The, the growth has stalled out. I mean, we're, we, we have definitely settled into the 2000 number, which is, you know, way Still, better than way yeah. better than this time last year, but let, let's go. We, we need to expand beyond just the, the hardcore and in, in, in the toy crowd. Although this episode would be terrible unless you like toys so yeah, <laughs> maybe true, we don't very, maybe, very true, maybe like, we don't promote 130 as something to listen to for just a a casual star wars toy, fan toy extravaganza is what this one is so uh that's gonna roll us right into our top five that's right. star wars fan artist features of the week so still focusing on you fucks who hate us but you know what <laughs> <laughs> hey you guys know it's getting bad when you when this guy over here is starting to talk like me like like when he's starting to give you the fucks, <laughs> some something's off. So so Look, interact man. with the kids stuff, will you? Look, man, I just we we try to put content out that you people will enjoy, and clearly I love it. We need to do some self reflection. Hey, what Nick, I you tell say. him, buddy. You tell him. No, fuck them. I always <laughs> I always blame it on them, right? We we put in our effort, and now it's up to them to start growing this shitty show. It's very true. And then this week with the with the top five is a <laughs> Haywood Pop Shop. Breakdown of the week. Oh my god, I love when Nick gets angry. I'm sorry. Let me compose myself. <laughs> it's it, it, it doesn't happen that much. Like it, it, he only gets this worked up at me, like when I'm poking <laughs> him on a point. So this is new. I, I mean, it, you, you watch out. Hold I just on. thought that we would I, have I can a hundred votes at least on the final in this, droid throwdown in this new uh, live stream setup. I can create a highlight. Oh, yeah. okay. Create a highlight. <laughs> oh shit! This is like gonna break something. Cancel. Yeah, no, it's like, okay, it's, whoa! It's gonna like Stop. explode Stop. it right in the middle. <laughs> yeah, it literally like started loading up other pages and shit. <laughs> uh, hey, Tones, we know you love you. We just can't find anybody else to love us. Yeah, we have. Uh, we we have, know. Like I said, the 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 fandos, the assholes, the live streamers. We yeah, we we, we, we feel guys. it. Trust me. 
We just need to get all these other dickheads to uh, join in on the nonsense. Yeah. All right, man. So let's get into it. As he said, we are at the top five Star Wars fan artist features of the week. This is a a shit on a mat shot week. So we'll get to that at the end. But starting off here, uh, one of my personal favorite accounts out there. I know a lot of people like them. And that is uh, Mr. At Sunset underscore Doom with a uh, just a very uh, emotionally poignant shot of Plo Koon and Wolf the clone. Yeah. I mean, Sunset Doom was one that you actually introduced to me through one of the first times that we did the Matt Plus One, the top one of the week. And and ever since you you showed me his account, he's been one of my favorites as well. And it's because of things like this, this emotionally evocative shot where like it you can tell that the Plo and Wolf just finished some sort of just bloody battle. Right. And they're both just destroyed inside. And Wolf is just breaking down, but Plo is there to to pick him back up and really put his hand out and, and give him the strength to continue. And this is stuff that really we haven't got to see since the Clone Wars, the emotional side of the clone's journey. Because up until that point, we just assumed like, oh, these like they're just destroyers. They're they're programmed killers and they have no emotion. But it was through the Clone Wars and it was through, uh, you know, seeing the interactions with the Jedi, their generals, that we've realized that that clones are literal emotional human beings still. And it's really awesome to see a shot that brings that uh, out. I mean, Sunset does what I do even better. I mean, he's very it's it's portrait heavy, but he always gets the emotions to kind of scream out of the shot here. And that's just like you said, that's why I picked up on it. just Wolf just super bummed out. And, you know, his his Jedi generals like, you know, come on, soldier. Suck it up, buddy. Suck it up. War is hell. That type of stuff. Uh, this yeah. is also a, a sunsets running with a kit bash on, on Plo here. I, I don't know if South Paul or South P was the first one to come up with this idea or someone else. But Nick, you notice the 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 arms there. The arm guards are like the right. That, the that Kenobi. That, Arms, exactly right? exactly yeah. it's, it's what a lot of the jedis wore at the start of the the clone wars they, they'd slap on the some clone armor i mean kenobi wore it kenobi hell he was wearing like the the shoulder plates everything mm-hmm. yeah so what what uh collectors are doing is they're obviously boiling their figures and they're popping the arms off of the rogue one tank commander figure okay uh, apparently those work perfectly for these jedis i've also seen this done to kit fisto uh, it, it, it's just a nice way to kind of get these figures to be as Clone Wars era correct as you can. Because, I mean, th- this is a guy, the Plo, this is a figure, you, you look at his his robe. Oh, they can't see the pics. Uh, you look at dude's robe here. Oh, you still have the, uh, the slack up. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm a jerk off. Um, this is the guy I was talking about earlier. I mean, he comes with a soft, soft goods robe, but he's the one that has like the KKK style hood. Oh, yeah, yeah. The fucking pointy, uh, pointy. <laughs> so, I mean, to me, this Plo Koon looks even better with this uh, kit bash set up here. Yeah, I mean, it looks incredible. And I was those of you looking to that. do this, like I said, uh, check out South P24. I, like I said, I don't know if he's the one that kind of genesis this this idea, uh, but he has put out some videos on on how to do it. it. It's just it's a quick boil job and an arm and hand swap with Plo and the Rogue One tank commander. But yeah, I mean, Sunset Doom, 
uh, just a pimp at, at doing these portraits. I'm pretty sure every shot he takes is in his front yard. No real backdrop, just uh, manipulates light and uses a, a fucking hose, literally like a hose, yard hose. And here we go. Just just a very, very good toy photographer at the portrait genre. Yes. Incredible work here. So at sunset underscore doom, give him a follow. Like I said, it's one of our favorite accounts here at the Star Wars Time Show. The guy always puts out just top quality uh, working shots on a regular basis. So give him a follow. Next up is I think this may be a first time feature here. For at Texas Navy 2018. Yeah, definitely a, a first time on the top five. Uh, Might have been a few over the two years we've been doing this because we're coming up on our, our two year in November, I believe, Nick. Yes, we are. Uh, yeah. You know, Texas Navy has been tagging for a long time, and th- this is the one that finally, finally, finally caught. So it cracked uh, a, a, a big and- win. Yeah, big win there. I mean, got the feature for me and then got the. The super, super nod from Nick for the top five. Yeah. And so what we see here in this shot is our our favorite Mandalorian female, uh, Sabine Wren, right up front and center. And then in the background, you see our good buddy, Heavy Mando, sitting there. And they're clearly in the midst of some sort of explosion, some sort of battle. Sabine's got both of her pistols drawn. Heavy's got his chain gun out and ready to go. And there's just some really good bokeh coming in from the left side of the image. Um, I just really like how he was able to, to capture both of these figures in such a cool way. And, and like this, this action scene, I thought it was really well done. Yeah. There, I mean, uh, for us, us, uh, more static photographers, you know, we're not doing the action heavy scenes. It is always a, a good idea to incorporate other figures in your background. You know, they're, they're, he, Heavy's clearly not the main focus. But just having him back there adds a lot more to the shot. It, 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 it turns from a just a completely static portrait into, as Nick said, uh, kind of a, a, a snap of an action moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, is, this is something I, I fuck up all the time. Like I'll roll out there, and like I said, I don't ever have a process... I just start throwing shit down like, fuck it. I got time throwing the figure down. I mean, my most recent shoot, I, I walked out with Wicket and uh, Princess Leia from Return of the Jedi, the Hot Toys style. Uh, just to go, just to show you how unplanned I am with this shit. I was so fucking lazy. I didn't even put Princess Leia's belt over her uh, Endor smock. <laughs> so all the shots are not even that accurate. I, I'm just a dildo. Okay. <laughs> but it's also why I, I forget, you know, layer in, layer in other, uh, be it accessories, barrels, this, that, or the other thing. Having shit in your background can really make a, a shot that is a portrait meant to be more static, can add uh, a dynamic feel to it. And, and I think that's what Texas Navy 2018 did here. Yeah, yeah. And he executed it really well. So uh, beautiful shot at Texas Navy 2018 on Instagram. Give him a follow. A loyal tagger of the hashtag Star Wars Time Show uh, hashtag. So good stuff there. Next up is our good buddy that doesn't use our tag. I don't know. He may have started soon or recently, but. Uh, No, but it's hard to pass. Again, like these guys, I'm not going to be a douchebag. I mean, their shit's fantastic. It's like 
plastic action remembers sometimes and we we got our big boy we got papa i mean we, we we've got super scoundrel they they yeah, remember yeah, we're we not complete the... scumbags but even work more or less is antagonist these days so yeah, jason's done he's done his interview he's already yeah. gotten what he wants out of us he doesn't need it <laughs> but either so. way i mean if i do come across these on the star wars time show account i mean it's hard to pass up on yeah how like can this you from pass up? This black is from, series so yeah this is from at blk srs black series aka Zay, um, and he has. I mean, like the guy is a professional. Like the guy is an absolute killer. So what we see here in this shot is Captain Phasma on a battlefield, and we see Strewn in front of her. Well, as what's a dead going on here, Nick? I'm I'm glad that you just ran with that um, and just ran with her being Phasma because this has actually popped up in the, in the toy pick community with this figure. So we're we're looking at the carbonized, just regular stormtrooper figure. Oh wow! So this isn't even Phasma. No, I mean look look at the helmet. It's not. That's first true. Order. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's not the but, same helmet. But don't. It's not your fault, Nick. Okay, don't don't start shitting on yourself. A, a lot of people. I, I don't think Black Series is the first one to kind of run with this concept. But a, a lot of people have ran with this is uh, Lieutenant Phasma, Private okay. Phasma, something like that. Like before, uh, you know, she she rose the ranks. She was whipping some old old uh regular regular ot era stormtrooper armor yeah, yeah. but they, you know they're doing it like, obviously snag your cape from an actual phasma figure and so there's the, a little the little exactly or staff or whatever as so long. there is some kit bashing going on here but th- but that that's what it is it's the carbo stormtrooper uh and i actually i have them in hand it is one of my favorite carbonized because of it's just an interesting looking stormtrooper and you get the whole well it could be phasma or maybe this is where phasma got the idea to go for that chromey look so yeah yeah no dude i mean that's really good because i like in my eyes like i just saw shiny with the cape and the fucking thing and i was like oh yeah it's phasma i didn't even focus on the helmet too much and that is that's a fucking really good concept for a photo there because if you it, actually, if you look at it too, the, the guy being blown up in the background is a stormtrooper. It's not a first order trooper for So like this isn't even first order times. This is still Imperial days. So maybe this was like Phasma's mom. This was, you know, maybe this was the original Captain Phasma. And then, you know, Phasma then became an actual first order captain, you know, back in those days. So that's a really cool concept here. But I mean, the shot itself is just fucking beautiful. You have an incredible explosion captured in the background. You have this figure that's like completely laid out from the explosion blast and then a a dead trooper in the front. I mean, it's just absolutely excellent execution here. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. I mean, Zay's always knocking it out, so. Yeah. Uh, I I just, it it, it really, at this point, just comes down to we won't see shots. Like, uh, I I, I mean, the way the algo is these days, we're either looking at female reels and explore. I mean, it's all fucked up what we see. Yeah. Uh, But we don't really see just the people we follow, this, that, and the other thing. We all know this. I mean, we're all on Instagram. But in terms of... Just the people using the tag. Again, if you're new to this, to get into the top five, tag your work on Instagram, hashtag Star Wars Time Show, and tag at Star Wars Time Show. That's yeah. the best way. One of us is going to see it. I'm definitely going to see it because every morning, as I, as I explained, I go through the tags, then the hashtag, and I will see all those shots. 
But if you're expecting us to just kind of see some of this awesome work naturally, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, we follow 750, 751 people on RIG. So just given that, I mean, like it's not like other accounts where they follow as many people as, you know, follow them. But like still with that number of followers, it can get a little cluttered and, and we won't see everybody that we want to see. So. Uh, that's just how the IG algo works. Go watch The Social Dilemma and you'll find out why. Um, <laughs> I've heard that thing is just, it's it's rough. Dude, it, it's, if, if you don't work in the industry, it'll fuck you up. Because like, yeah, it, it literally, like they talk I mean, to I, engineers who worked at Twitter, engineers who worked at, you know, Instagram, all the shit. The, the president of advertising of Pinterest. like Yeah, you just, I mean, you watch the trailer on Netflix, and I think that's really all you you need to know. Like, if you're not a complete moron and don't understand what's happening on social media, you could probably get by with just the trailer, because that, that documentary is something I know if I watched it, I may go start the Civil War right now, like, <laughs> like out in my yard. Like, the, the shit just incenses me. Like, how fucked up social media has made people. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, really, in, in this country, uh, more so than most, I believe. But yep, it's all it's everything's on purpose. Everything you're looking at is by design. Nothing is just happening. Yeah, it, it's all happening for reasons and reasons to make you nuts. Yeah, it's it's a it's very very interesting. So because nuts watch. equals <laughs> clicks and clicks equals cash. Yes, exactly. Um, all right. So next up in the top five, that was from at BLKSRS on Instagram. I'm sure that everybody who listens to this podcast probably already follows him. If you don't definitely go do it worth the follow. He's a fantastic photographer in many, many, many ways. So, um, next up here is our good buddy, zero three zero zero seven nine AR Ray, uh, from Instagram. And, this may like every time I see a shot from zero three zero zero seven nine AR, I'm like, I think this is my favorite shot he's ever done. And then I look at this one, and I'm like, this is definitely my favorite shot he's ever done. What we see is fucking, and he's a Lego photographer. Ray is a Lego person, and what we see is Lego Vader with like a, it's like a like a, you know, t- like a katana style lightsaber drawn leading an entire army of almost looks like death troopers into battle. And in the background, you just see this fucking castle on fire. There's smoke and flames. Like this shot is so fucking incredible for Legos. It blows my goddamn mind. Yeah, dude, it's I don't know. There, there, there's like a, a, a medieval movement in Star Wars art right now. Uh, Jake Bartok is a real ass painter. To us, again, if you're yeah. new here, that that's how that's what we call artists like <laughs> that use their hands and shit, not cameras. Uh, he was the first one I saw that was kind of, that kind of started running with this the, the concept of of uh, envisioning Star Wars characters in you know armor, uh, a, a suit of armor. It, it, it's carrying on over here, like we're seeing here with uh, Ray shot. It's just it's it, it's. I mean, obviously, I think there's some digital manipulation uh, here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm guessing he he doesn't own all those stormtroopers in the back. Uh, who knows how he made the Vader look this way? But it it is like you said, it's a it's an epic Lego shot. Like it, it makes Legos feel powerful, 
right? Like yeah. bigger than just a, a half inch in size. I mean, th- this Vader is coming for us and he is going to fuck us up. That's what I feel like. Right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's menacing. And it's one of those things where there's a lot of fantastic Lego photographers, but in, in my opinion, and this, I'm not trying to, to shit on anybody else's work. Ray is the best one to actually make you fearful or make you intimidated by Lego figures, <laughs> you know? Like Tong Wars does incredible, right. beautiful setups. And he gets these golden hour shots that will like blow your mind in terms of how the beauty of the sunset and the figures that are set up around them. But Ray, with his with his post-processing and manipulation of the photos, makes you scared of, you know, quarter inch tall Lego yeah, figures. Yeah, uh, like, like these Lego things, figures. they're they're gonna come to life and start cutting off my my pinky toes and shit. Yeah. Like like literally sawing me apart. Uh, I, I'm envisioning they're 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 the like Lilliputians from Gulliver's yeah, Travels, exactly. right? <laughs> they're just gonna come fuck us you. up. Yeah, and they will kill all of us. I, I also think it looks like Vader and his army of of dark troopers just raised Hogwarts. By yeah, the way. it almost does look like Hogwarts. I I I mean, <laughs> Ray is in the chat. Like this guy, he he got up. Like it's basically Thursday in whatever part of the world he's at. I'm I'm gonna run with that is Hogwarts, and this is a theme because I think Ray's been running with a, a a Potter Star Wars crossover theme. Dude, I mean, it, uh, it if we go check his account, I'm, I'm pretty sure because I know I had I shared another one where I think Yoda and Luke were riding around on brooms in in Hogwarts. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm just scrolling through his feed here. I I don't think I'm that crazy. Yeah, there's right definitely here. like a Goku bash too, like a Goku. Yeah, yeah, we got, we got. It's it's Anakin. It's not Luke. We got Anakin, Yoda, <laughs> and Harry riding around on brooms. So yeah. I, I'm thinking this Vader did indeed just raise fucking Hogwarts. Yeah, let us know, right? Did did uh, did Vader and his army just destroy Hogwarts in the background? Is that what we're seeing? Um, but yeah, man. I mean, I can't. Every time I see one of these shots from from ray it's just like it gives me a whole different type of appreciation for the lego photography in general and just legos as a medium in general i mean Legos. Yeah. Are- no i mean it's just this is like he's doing for legos with like you know the lego movie or the legos games first did for them i mean it just it, it takes them from these little you know, blocky looking pieces of plastic into, as, as we're saying right now, we're scared they're they're going to come chop our legs off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just, crazy. I mean, this is, this is as, as real ass paint as a toy <laughs> photography piece can get, I think. And then he just confirmed, he says in chat, yes, that's Hogwarts. See, so. <laughs> look, I, I, I can spot my details. There you go. See that he, Matt saw the, the, uh, the astronomy tower right in the background. I knew it right <laughs> up front. So, Dumbledore, um, no. I mean, just again, beautiful work at zero three zero zero seven nine AR on Instagram. I don't know if we've ever asked Ray where he got his tag from, like wh- where his handle came from, but I know he's in the chat. So, uh, Ray, if you can give us a little bit of insight into the numbers and the letters that you've chosen for your IG handle, I think that would be pretty cool. But regardless of what what the numbers or the letters are, go give this uh, go give this account a follow. Yeah. Just Head to toe, top to bottom, every shot is a piece of artwork. So, beautiful stuff. Um, 
And then for the final entry into the top five, before we get to the Haywood Pop Shop breakdown of the week, we have Link the Jedi here. With just, a, again, a, a beautiful representation of what probably happened on Dagobah in the early days of Yoda's yes. seclusion. We see uh, Hermit Yoda talking to the Force ghost of our good, gray buddy, Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah, Mr. Neeson himself. Yeah, Liam Neeson just posed for this photo because that's what that's basically here's the deal nick and it is like i love the shot because it is kind of a a a concept piece of their kind of talk like i mean i guess if we want to get uh down to the nitty-gritty qui-gon was never able to form a force ghost i believe or not at least not when he found yoda because he didn't quite perfect the art of becoming a ghost yeah, before was, he got stabbed in the fucking heart yeah it was ma- uh, it was mostly just communication voice right like he's yeah. the one's like hey we can do this i kind of didn't f- finish my my learning of it but i'm gonna get you through it yoda and teach you so you and obi-wan can figure this shit out yeah uh either way who cares I, i'm not i'm not gonna pick on that uh first and foremost i, I love just bringing that kind of scene to life and seeing it, it, it that that's cool Secondly, this is one of the first times I've seen the Hot Toys Qui-Gon, which I believe is is shipping currently. Uh, Link the Jedi, I'm not sure if he lives in Hong Kong or just buys his Hot Toys directly from Hong Kong. But he typically gets these figures months before, you know, I would get them over here or if I went through Sideshow. Uh, so there was that too. It's just, I, I mean, I'm looking at this Hot Toys Qui-Gon. I'm like, oh shit, I probably should have got this one, but uh, I'm not going to do it. Don't worry. It's, <laughs> it's not happening. I, I'm, I'm good on the one six scale for a minute. I mean, so there's a lot, of, a lot of things here. It's just that seeing the figure out in the hands of fans and what they're doing with them, the, the whole concept, because we know this, this, this does happen in canon. The whole reason the Jedi can become Force Ghosts is because of one Qui-Gon Jinn. Uh, so it's just cool to kind of see that exchange, albeit in, uh, I guess, more of his corporeal form than just a, 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 a voice, a, a yeah. spirit with a voice. Yeah, and it's just like the little details that Link worked in here, you know, having kind of the fog obscuring the side of the photo where where Qui-Gon is. Even, like, if you look around, like, the tunic arm, you can see, like, this, you know, ethereal kind of blue Yeah, yeah, glow. he, he kind of washed him out a little bit, so he, he's not as as vibrant and, and clear-looking. He tried to, to put on that force, force ghost glow, the force ghost blue. Yeah, so um, it was just, it's an awesome photo. Also, I don't know if this is, like, a dio that he's using, for the for the back, I mean, for the foreground, actually, like what Yoda is standing on, I assume that's part of some uh, some pack that either that Yoda came in or something else. But the the, the environment is perfectly captured. It might be a digirama because it almost looks yeah. Like the I think it, is... it's a mix. I think it's a mix of either the the stand that comes with Yoda or probably uh, believe it or not, fish aquarium props. Okay, there's a lot. You can get a lot of good trees for uh, figures from uh, aquarium stores very nice uh but that i think the the actual backpack is is digi so yeah so at link the jedi on instagram fantastic account to follow there and it looks like he has been using a lot of the oh the, yeah uh, there, I, the I have gym. another i have another qui-gon to share it's the one where he's meditating against the uh, red doors on Naboo. So yeah, I see it here. No, yeah. it's just, I mean, like I said, it's just the, the link is 
one of the first accounts that I've seen posting Qui-Gon, which means Qui-Gon is starting to, to go out, at least from the Hong Kong retailers and eventually from the sideshow people. He may have a, a direct contact at Hot Toys themselves. He may yeah, just, just no, there are people that I think Capes and Rifles is one of them. They, they buy them from stores in Hong Kong. Yeah. Uh, I buy through Sideshow, which is US based. I usually do the, the payment plan, which will delay stuff. Uh, but uh, my Mando will be here next week. So there here we, we go. go. They, they gave me the option. Anyone who's collected 1.6 probably has seen this before. They're like, hey, you're on a payment plan, but the Mando's coming in earlier than we expected. You just want to pay the rest and get them right away? It's like, fucking A, I do. Of course. <laughs> of course. I want to have it as soon as yeah. possible. <laughs> I just do the payment plan because I know I can't get them right away. It's just a way to keep paying without doing the big expense. But if I can get them right now, yeah, go ahead and take a couple hundred more. Yeah, there you go. So, All right. Well, that's the end of the top five. And now it's time for Matt Haywood to break down one of his shots for all of you to, to hear. So, Matt, oh, no. what do we okay. got and how did you do it? Well, we're back to the wonk, huh? <laughs> you know what's funny? Look at the likes on this shot. This is the first time in my career I ever got to that level. And it was yeah. with this shot. Uh, naturally, I mean, the likes are on the shot. It makes sense, right? Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know, dude. I mean, other people have done far better Thanos and Vader mashups. Uh, in particular, Papa Palpatine had a fucking badass one. I think we I just shared uh, a week or two ago. Uh, but I, I guess some of the thoughts behind it is, oh, hey, I, I, I got this build-a-figure Thanos that cost me a lot of money. He's kind of powerful. Mm-hmm. I got Darth Vader. I like him. He's kind of powerful. You know, it's always fun for us Star Wars nerds to compare our our villains and heroes to other uh, franchises and their villains and heroes. Uh, I still contend anyone with the Force could fuck up most any comic book hero. Uh, I really do. I just that, that I'm a Star Wars fan. Okay? I mean, basically, Scarlet Witch is a Force user as close as you can get so far in Marvel. And she almost killed Thanos by herself. So right. So I'm I I'm gonna just roll with in my land. Someone like Darth Vader w- would make mincemeat out of any Marvel or DC character. Even Thanos with the Infinity Gems. Right. Right. Because see you later. I'll just literally smash the stones with the Force. <laughs> it, right there. Like he doesn't even have to get close. I mean, th- this guy can fucking sense his son from across the galaxy. True. He he can force choke people f- in space. They're not even in the same room. They're on different ships. They could be in a different quadrant of the galaxy. He can fucking kill them. That's true. If Vader's like, oh, this fucking purple asshole showed up in my galaxy. Okay, give me a second. <laughs> Literally clinch his fist. See you later. Yeah, he's dead. Game so, over. So, <laughs> right. I, but anyways, I, I, we're not gonna get into that that debate. The idea was, you know, let's let's pair these two together and, and put them in a fight. So what I what I in my limited abilities here, especially in posing, um, my dudes, they're they're in like a they're in a just straight fisticuffs match. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking, I was going to say it's a fist fight. <laughs> so, so Thanos is ready to drop the glove hand on Vader, but Vader's already kind of getting his dodge in there to come back and, and, and catch him. So yeah. uh, in my mind, if this fight played out, Vader, Vader would win. It just looked cooler to have the, the focus on uh, the, the infinity gauntlet. Yeah, no, I think uh, 
So it, what, it was what a I good did, move. you just put motion blur on it, right? You know, mm-hmm. like you know, it was just a static shot. They're standing there, uh, motion blurred certain parts, left others alone, so they stayed in focus to try and produce an effect that they are in a battle. I don't know if it works or not. Again, this this is probably a ah shit two three year old shot at this point. Let's see. <sighs> usually tell you when you posted it. But November it was I, it, 2018 is when you posted it. There you go. So right when we broke off and started StarWarsTime.net for real. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I probably shot it. I don't know. When did the first Infinity War come out? I mean, I probably shot it the, that, that summer. Was that like, like May, March? Or- yeah, something like that. So yeah, I mean, I, I don't completely hate it. It, it just, mm-hmm. I look at it and all it does is like, I'm in a big funk with the the toy photography stuff right now it's not it's just a complete lack of motivation to to go do it as i said earlier i mean shit is piling up lots of shit expensive shit and it piles up now because i feel like before i put it away in the cases to look at it all nice and pretty it has to go through a photo shoot and that photo shoot could be damn near all right this figure needs I got to get at least fucking five shots out of this figure before I feel like it can go away. Like that, that's how weird I've gotten. Uh, and it, it's ruining things. Cause I, I, I no longer just like, Oh, Hey, I got some free time. I'm going to go do this and just kind of, you know, fade away into the hobby for a few hours and, and hope I come out, I hope I come up with something good when I'm going through looking at all my shots. It, I don't know, it's, it's, I'm a fucking crazy man. I ruin everything. This isn't new. I've admitted this before. I do it with every fucking hobby I get into. Uh, the gaming. I had to start a gaming website. Now I'm just just now, 10, 11 years later, refinding my love for that hobby. Yeah. Uh, c- collecting. I usually just start collecting and then I, I, I go overboard and then it becomes oversaturated. So that was the Funko Pops. Now with this stuff, the toy photography, it it, it started with... Okay, it justifies some of the purchases, but now it's like, no, you have to do it to even put a toy away. <laughs> so now toys pile up and my basement turns into shit. And then you know how it is with anyone that's crazy. If they come down and see a disaster, I instantly just go, eh, fuck it. I don't want to deal with yeah, it. So like, that, I'm not fucking with this right now. <laughs> that's what I've turned the toy photography hobby into. And it's a fucking shame because I do like it. Anyone that does it knows when you, you get a shot in frame and, and you are personally happy with it, it's a good feeling. You're like, I like this. I created art. Yay! Uh, I, I miss that, but I'm just, I'm so mind fucked over this shit now. And uh, do I do it? What do I do? Who do I shoot? Oh my God, I still haven't shot the Snowspeeder yet. How can I even think of shooting Princess Leia? She came in <laughs> later. Like, this is how weird it has gotten, my friends. Yeah, the brain works in very odd ways, man. But Especially you know, when you, you're locked in a, a house for five months straight. So, I mean, it's, it's all, I'm all fucked up. Uh, it's getting cold up here in the north already. So my window for doing outdoor shots, my favorite type and using bombs, this, that, and the other thing is starting to wane. And I know it's going to be, we'll, we'll be doing episode 140 or whatever in December. And I'll, also, I'll be sitting here, yep, didn't get any out, outdoor shots. Now I have to do indoor and I won't do them. And with this same fucking. You got to get those snow setups. You got to get those snowy. Oh, yeah, because I'm going to take my fat trooper. ass out in the snow when I don't want to go out in 65 degree weather. Now. <laughs> hey. So, anyways, I don't know. It is what it is. I, I use this segment now to just kind of, it's like toy photography therapy. 
it's not even like I, I mean I I get the traction I get on IG. I don't even worry about that anymore. It's just, it's literally just come down to I've it's kind of like the video game backlog conundrum. Yeah. Where you have so much and there's new stuff coming that the, the it just all starts to pile up and your brain just, you know, it, it pulls ripcords. Like fuck it. Fuck it. Why keep spinning your wheels over looking at toys when you just go sit down and stare at your TV menu? At least <laughs> doing that, you know, you're not going to be, you know, spinning your wheels in your head and driving yourself nuts. Yeah, you're not you're not losing anything from it. So. it it's, it's weird. You could almost ask you could almost ask my dot. It's weird behavior. Like, I'll be like, hey, let's go watch Miraculous and I'll get down here and I'll see a toy sitting on the toy table. And for five minutes, I'm I'm picking it up. I'm Put, looking at it. I'm, I'm moving its arm. I'm thinking like, oh, what if I posed it this way? Or what if I did a shot this way? And it's like 10 minutes past. She's going, hey, dad, are you going to hang out with me? Like you said, you daddy. Yeah. <laughs> so now I become scumbag dad. It's it, I don't know. I'll stop it here. But I need help, people. I need help. I either just need some other toy photographers to come here and start shooting my toys for me so I can at least put them away. <laughs> like yeah. at least get over that fucking speed bump. Uh, or I just need to stop fucking buying toys to shoot. So you need to just uh get hire Papa come to your house <laughs> and do it for you. I was like, hey man, uh, yeah, pay for the plane ticket, come up here, don't come in the house, just stay outside, uh, dig dig your photo ditch, build me a <laughs> a Papa trench. Uh, I'll watch, I'll take video. Uh, but it really just comes to at this point, I think I need my backlog of toys cleared. So my my little pea brain can just be like, hey, you know what? That figure showed up today. Let's take it out and see what we can do. You need to just come up with one shot, one insane bullshit shot that just has all of them in it. And then you could say like, <laughs> I, di- I did it. I took a shot of all yeah, of them. Yeah, I mean, just lining up different trilogies, different scales. So, you know, you'll have some oh, one yeah. six scale in there. You'll have some 118, 112. And I'll just be like, this is a, you know, this is what you get from a circle jerk toy photographer. You know what you do? You make a, you make a Star Wars version of the Mario, like big level. Like oh the, yeah. They, the they su- all ate mushrooms and they yeah, grow the, to the their one six scale level. Right. And you just have it to where all the one six scale figures are like stomping around, stepping on the one eighteen scale figures and the one twelve. Well, scale hey, figures. look, you already in, in 10 <laughs> seconds have more creative juice for this hobby than I do. <laughs> that's the other problem i don't like i said there is no process there's no sitting down and planning out a shot even like that yeah. it's got time got figures got a camera let's go yeah and so. that's why i'm that's why i'm a basic toy photographer but i i think i'm okay with that i i've settled into i am i am basic i just need to get back to doing it so i can either stop buying toys to take pictures or at least put the ones that i've already purchased away oh, yeah put them in the half shot pile <laughs> here we go so. big amish here, this is advice like advice for nut jobs like me what about one out of every five figures you get you take a big off <laughs> like i like yeah. that we have to get to that yeah like to, okay like, little matt in. be a good boy when you get figure five you gotta take a picture i mean uh, thank you big amish that that's how fucking crazy my head is right now with this shit it, it's it's odd and yes, I'm bitching about a completely irrelevant life issue. It's, it, it's nonsense. All right. My life's okay. I still have a job. I haven't got COVID yet, but I like to bitch and I like to fuck up hobbies that should be fun. <laughs> hobbies always 
equate to jobbies in my life. That is the Matt especial. <sighs> I do it every every fucking time. Any anytime I, I pick up something new just to relax with, I, I fuck it up. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the end of Matt's Woo! shot breakdown of the week. That's the end of the top five. And that's the end of the show. I, I dude, I don't know how we did 240. 240. I mean, honestly, I, I want to apologize to everyone for that. Like I want to apologize to to everyone that listened to this this episode in particular for two hours and 40 minutes. First and foremost, I didn't feel like I was on my game today. I got thrown off right away with the fucking live stream, the chat not being there. Secondly, we, we, all we had to talk about were fucking toys. And I know over time, if you're not into that shit, it can be get, become grating and mind-numbingly boring. I don't even know why Nick lets me talk about toys still. Because <laughs> he does not like this shit like most of us. So he's just a good man for letting us do it. Uh, so we'll see. I, I'll try to get better in between now and episode 131. I just, I'm not liking episode 130. We're not even done yet, Nick, and I'm already starting my second guessing the episode. This, you guys are actually getting a, a live preview of, of typically what happens once we cut the mics. Uh, I start sitting there going, did I say any stupid? Am I going to get fired? Uh, how many people did I piss off? But no, now I just, I just feel like it wasn't a great episode today. And I apologize for that. But it was free, so in the end, all of you can go fuck yourselves. So let's go ahead and punch this bitch out, all right? It is time to do the Star Wars time dance. So give me some shaking, give me some shimmying, shake it and shimmy. Here we go. Where are we going? Well, we're going to StarWarsTime.net. All right, my friends, if you've been here before, you know the spiel. If you're new, this is where you need to go to get familiar with the Star Wars time show and its bros. All right, StarWarsTime.net. On there, you'll find the content that we typically talk about on each weekly show. And speaking of our show, you can also subscribe to it. I'm talking the audio-only version. We've got all the podcast platforms. It's right there for you on StarWarsTime.net. If you want to really get in on the fun and interact in real time, we need you to go ahead and sub to our YouTube channel, which you can also find right on StarWarsTime.net. Just click on this handy-dandy subscribe button if you're watching on the live stream. If you're not, shame on you, StarWarsTime.net. Scroll until you see Star Wars Time on YouTube and then click subscribe. I believe it auto-subscribes you right from that click. And if you are a YouTuber, while you are watching the live stream, interact, like the video, comment, share, add it to your list. Uh, same thing on Instagram. There, there's a new kind of meme going around for the Instagram algo. Apparently likes no longer mean shit. Now it comes into adding to stories or most importantly, saving, like using the ribbon to save a post. Apparently doing the post save now is like getting a jillion likes. Comments on Instagram, comments on YouTube, comments and ratings on the podcast. I'm telling you, my friends, we are not holding out our hands for money yet. But we are asking you to play the social media search engine optimization game. That's the best thing you can do for us. Liking shit. Commenting on shit. Like actual comments, not just sweet or yay. Like four words or more. L ratings on your podcast platform. I mean, a Star Wars podcast with 30 ratings is going to show up less in searches than one with 100 ratings. It's, it's, it's quite simple. 
So please spread the word. If you've already done it, fantastic. Give yourself a reach around for myself and Nick. If you have not, take the two seconds to do it or convince someone else to do it. Because when it comes down to it, other like-minded fans are going to convince new listeners to listen versus me and Nick pleading for it. If you tell your mom, she may listen. If I tell your mom, she may fucking have me arrested. All right? So keep it up, Star Wars Time Show Army. Get your lazy asses out there. Uh, we don't ask for much. You've already quit the question to fans. You've already quit the battle bot tournaments. So please keep spreading the good word that is the Star Wars Time Show. All right? And how do you rate on Pandora? I have no fucking idea. But if someone can tell Big Amish 69 how to do so, we would appreciate it and he will speak your name, okay? And why do you want to do all this dumb shit? Well, we've said it before. There's always time for Star Wars time. It's no fucking joke. Ask our buddy Greg. There is always time for Star Wars time. And if you listen to the Star Wars time show, the Force will be with you. Always. Always.